Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. Time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the running run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you got to pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. 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 Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants. Say Quan Barkley, aka the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like I'm asking you for real. Really? Not his name, but do you know who he is? J Rock. J Rock. You saying we going 16 or huh? 16 and all, bro? How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You. You know, he just drives to the Messiah. Messiah. Obi, the one and only, Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana. Only be one king. The highlights are living. Vegas, staff, old dice, and linen. And terror spinning on millennials. 20 G bets, I'm winning them. Threats, I'm sending them. Lecture TV sets the minimum. Ill sex, adrenaline, party with villains. A case of demi sex to chase the henny wet and he clicked. With the semi tech, who want it? Diamonds, I'm flaunting. Chicken heads, block, I lace them. Fried royal with basil, taste them. Cracking legs, way out of formation. It's horizontal, how I have them. Fucking me in the bench wagon. 
smoking a seat, tenant with heat, beats bumping. Across the street, you was wildin'. Talking about how you ran to Allen in 89. Playing up, playing the yard with crazy shine. I caught the baby nine, that nigga's gravy mind clinkin'. What was he thinking on my corner when it's baby time? Dug him, you owe me cousin, something told me plug him. So come, felt my leg burn, then it got numb. Spun around and shot one, first shot, drop son, for the hot one. Somebody take this biscuit for the cops come. Then they came asking me my name, what the fuck? I got stitched up and went to left the hospital, that same night, what? Got my gap back, time to backtrack. I had to drop, so how the fuck I get clapped? Black was in the Jeep watching all these scenes be by with the brown dots in. And yo, nobody in my hood got one. That clown niggas through, blazing at his proof daily. The bridge touched me up severely, hear me? So when I rhyme, it's sincerely yours. It's like L sipping calls on all floors of project halls. Contemplating war, niggas, I was cool with before. We used to score together uptown, copping the war. But uh, a thug changes, and love changes, and best friends become strangers. Heard up. Close it out. Shout out to Giannis, man. 
for giving them a championship that they ain't had in 50 fucking years. But uh, I am still rooting for Chris Paul to, to win this shit. He got to win two in a row, man. But if he don't, man, I'm telling you, man, that, that choke, that choke artist, I'm putting it on him. I'm putting it on him. I'm a big Chris Paul fan, but I'm putting it on him. Can't win the big one, man. Might as well retire. Give it up. Give it up, man. Go ahead, hang the sneakers up. He's done, man. It's over. Yeah, you ain't got, you ain't got what it takes, bro. You might as well pull a Gary Payton or a Carl Malone or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how many teams he been on already? He been on several teams already, man. Come on. Yeah, man. But it wasn't never like he never went to uh, a All Star Pack team. Yeah, you can say that, you know. Um, yeah. Every way he went, you know, he was the man. He was the guy. Everything is up on him. Now maybe if he's not the guy, maybe he's the number two guy or the three guy. You know, um, maybe he can win a couple before he gets up out of here. That's why I, I was hoping that he went to the Lakers with LeBron and, and, and tried to win a few with LeBron, you know what I'm saying? But it seemed like mm-hmm. he wanted to do everything on his own and, and bring out these teams like Phoenix, like motherfucker OKC, fucking uh, New Orleans Hornets and, and all this shit that he was on these teams that didn't do shit, the Clippers, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. these were all bad fucking teams that he held down and made them better. But in order to win the championship, you have to have that clutch gene. You have to be the greatest. And he's not the greatest. <laughs> so it's it's unfortunate. I hope that he can turn it around and actually win this chip and turn that whole mantra around. But as of right now, yeah, man. He looking like he about to put that. I'm about to put that, that, that joke on him. I'm rooting for him, too, just because of that, because it's been a long time, man. This is his first time in the finals, and he's been searching for it since he came in the league, man. That's why I'm rooting for him, but it don't look like it's going to happen. I think I think they're going to close it out. Milwaukee's going to close it out and win that, that first chip in 50 years. Bro. Um. Nah, man, I think they got to go all guns blazing in this one, man. They got to take the seven. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in the seven, in game seven, but I know they got to go all guns blazing. Yosemite Sam. And, and even if they take it, I mean, even if they up. take it to seven, they, I, I, I still see the Milwaukee one. You still think the Bucks going to win in the seven? I don't know. I don't know the outcome of that one, one. but. Because I know. I wasn't even thinking about like in the beginning, man, like that you. first game, that first no. game, then that you second game. I was like, like, "Oh, the Suns got this." You can't go out like this, man. Damn. You can't go out like this. when they went back. When they went back to Milwaukee, man, and they just went three straight. I'm like, "Come on, what the hell? What the hell happened?" Book is scoring fucking forty points back to back, and they still lose. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I, I just, I, I can't, like, I can't subscribe to them going out like this. This is bad, man. Like, you was up 2-0 oh, 
and to lose four straight to lose the championship, man, that's the ultimate choke for me. I, I yeah. just it's hard for me to <laughs> sit here and be like, Oh, that's okay. Yeah, you know I mean like <laughs> that's okay, like Hey, y'all, everybody loses. Year. Like, no, bro. Like, y'all just lost in the most unfashionable way, bro. Like, this is going down in history. Like, it's not the worst choke because Atlanta, to me, the Atlanta Falcons, that was the worst choke in history that I ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But you might mm-hmm. be a good top three if you go ahead and lose this game six. You're definitely a good top three choke. Of all time. That's that's not good. It's not good. Not not whatsoever. But the game is tomorrow night, Tuesday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I was hoping it was tonight, but I figured that they was going to do that because they got to go back to Milwaukee, right? Yeah, they go back to Milwaukee. And then if they win in Milwaukee, then they take it back to Game Seven, which goes back to goes back to Phoenix. So Phoenix has to take this one in Milwaukee, man. They gotta take it. They gotta take it because they fucked up, man. <laughs> fucked up. They fucked up. They choked. I do have an article I do want to read out um, before we get into any festivities. Um, but is there anything in uh, in news that you wanted to bring out before I go ahead and read this article? Oh, I saw that. Um, I saw Melvin Ingram sign with the Steelers. Ooh, that's a good sign. Yeah, that's a good sign. Over there with T.J. Watt, monster. Mm. Yeah, it fits though. You know what I mean? Like it, he. he Still a like, he's a still a like player. Like that's, that's crazy. Cause they lost. What's the name? Um, well, that was my son too, man. Actually, that was that was an oldie son. Oh, um, Bud Dupree. What's the kid? Bud Dupree. Yeah. Where did he go? They lost Bud Dupree. I want to say he went to Arizona, but I'm not sure. I got to look that up. I want to say Arizona. But the pre- uh, He went to Tennessee. He went to Tennessee. I was I was oh, yeah. I, I had Tennessee in my head, but yeah, he went to Tennessee five year eighty five million. Okay. Yeah, that was a big. That was a big yeah, that also fits. Yeah, that also fits. <laughs> that also fits. Hmm. So, yeah, man. Um. Yeah, that's some good shit, though, man. That's a good signing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, getting on Melvin Ingram. Um, I hope that we can come up with one more uh, good signing as far as the offensive lineman, uh, particularly uh, a Steeler, Castro. Um, I believe that's the guy right there. Like, he's a giant to me. He's 
I, I wanted him when he came out in the draft. I was like, yo, this dude is a beast, man. And for them to get him, and they had got another guy in that draft as well, another offensive lineman. I was like, man, that's dead or life all the way. But, um, yeah, man, I'm not sure about the injury factors with the pass. I'm not sure why they really got rid of him. I know it's probably money more than likely, but um, just the, the talent that he has, I, I wouldn't think it would just be money. You know, it would have to be, oh, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's declining a little bit, and, yeah, I mean, he wasn't worth that much money and all that other stuff. I can understand that. We bring him in for the J-Rock 2.5 or something like that, man. Man, let's see. Oh, he was. Hasn't he been injured the last two years or something like that? I'm not sure what was wrong with the Castro. I mean, Castro been a good offensive lineman for years, man. So long, man. So long, like that's that's Pro Bowler. Yeah, you know I mean, and Guaranteed. just national, even if it's not, yeah, you know I mean, like if he's not Pro Bowler right now, he's still giving you nasty. Six-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, first-team All-Pro. You know what I'm saying? 125 games in his career. You know what I mean? Two 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 thousand twelve to two thousand twenty. You know what I'm saying? But I, 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 I'm saying with the, yeah, but I see why you want him. I mean, because right now, even at his stage, even if he is injury prone right now or whatever's going on with him, he's still better than any offensive line we we got. He's down. So, so, so why not take a kick the tire and see what else he got left in the tank? Oh shit. Listen to this. Uh, I ain't read the article, but listen to the title of this article. David DeCastro, on his release, he said, the body just kind of gave out. Damn. <laughs> that don't sound good. Don't sound good at all, yo. They say he opened it up about his uh, his injury. Yo, I, I'm I might have to read that article for us. <laughs> I might have to read that article for us too. But uh, let's see why. Why did they release him? They explaining that in the article. You know, it's another article um, that I'm about to read to see why the Steelers did release him. Want me to just read that out to you? I'm going to read that out. I'm yeah, to do it. I don't want to go through a long-ass article at the damn Steelers. Let's see. Is it really long? Pause. No, not that long. Okay. All right. So it's an article by Teresa Varley. Steelers.com. This was June 24th, 2021, when they released him. The Steelers announced on Thursday afternoon that they released guard David DeCastro. David was without a doubt one of the premier offensive linemen during his time with us, said General Manager and Vice President Kevin Colbert said in his statement. He helped us win a lot of football games. 
but it was David's consistency, reliability, and professionalism that stood out more than anything else. We wish him the best moving forward in his career. A staple on the team's offensive line for nearly a decade, DeCastro was selected by the Steelers in the first round of the 2012 draft, 24th pick overall out of Stanford. Over the course of his career, DeCastro was one of the most stable forces on the line that was consistently considered among the best in the NFL. He helped provide security blanket for Big Ben, who threw for 4,000 yards four times during DeCastro's nine seasons. Over the course of his career, the offense also featured a 1,000-yard rusher three times. Pittsburgh was also the least sacked team in 2020 and the least sacked team overall since 2014. Wow. Ooh, that's good. In fact, the Steelers were the second least sack team in the NFL since DeCastro entered the league. Wow. Uh, during his nine-year career, Steelers career, uh, yeah, whatever, he played 125 games starting off, but one of them, his 124 career starts ranked 11th all time. Blah, 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 blah. Why did y'all release him? Nope, they do not save. Uh, yeah, it had to be the money with the injury and shit. But um, see with this article, this is on his release. The body just kind of gave out. This is an article by Jerry Dulac, PostGazette.com. David Castro's goal was to play 10 years in the National Football League, and he did. And it's possible he still could play again. But after being released for the Steelers on Thursday and facing a third surgery on ankle, on his ankle. Okay, let me read that over again. But after being released by the Steelers on Thursday and facing a third surgery, a third surgery, on an ankle that bothered him for most of last season. The Castro was 31, and his realistic, his sterling and decorated career is likely over. The body just kind of gave out, the Castro said. You do everything you can, but sometimes it's not enough. It's been a good run. I can't be too disappointed. In an interview with the Post-Gazette on Friday, the Castro said on his release is not considered injury-related, because he started the last 12 games of the season, including a playoff loss to the Cleveland Browns. DeCastro did not rule out the possibility he could play again after the latest surgery. My wife thinks I'll play again. She knows me, he said, but he is not sure how the injury will respond going forward. If not, he is content with the career he had, six Pro Bowls, two-time first-team All-Pro selections, and what he meant to the Steelers. It all depends how the surgery turns out, DeCastro said. I really couldn't tell you right now. We'll see. I'll move on from there. We'll see how the body is. I'll be honest with myself. I tried to trick myself and give it a fair shot, but the body never lies to you. Okay, I, I, I don't have to go through all the rest of that shit. That shit's pretty damn long. But yeah, you pretty much get it. So he's just basically waiting on his surgery or after he heals from his surgery to figure out. So that more than likely sounds to me like around camp time. Around camp time, he should be ready. 
and a team will probably give them a shot, and hopefully it'll be us. But yeah, DeCastro, David DeCastro, folks. We got E, the chosen one from the Bronx, with us as well. What's going on, brother? What's going on, baby? Happy Monday, Shakes Montana Mondays coming live at you. Y'all tuned into the most dangerous show on the planet, but y'all already know that, man. What's going on with you, brother? Yes, I'm with you all the way. But, but you know what I mean? We're going to just call him Didi. If Didi is healthy, we're going we gonna to do that. We're just going to call him Castro, whatever we do. But I'm with it, brother. I hope we do give him a shot. It'll be a great veteran presence. He'll come for the minimum on the low, low, the cheap, cheap. We'll be all right. Besides that, man, um, whenever at the end, at the end of the show we're gonna talk power. If everybody's seen it, just letting everybody know right now. Spoiler alert! That last half hour, yes, we're gonna get into that Canaan. Yes, sir. We got to. It's a must. Definitely on my show. We definitely got to do it. But um, we also got J Rock. Uh, either chosen from the Bronx, J Rock is definitely in the background. Um, he's with us. That's who I was talking to. Um, we was talking about uh, David DeCastro. We also talked about um, what are we? What were we just talking about? Oh, we no, talked about the NBA Finals and Chris Paul and Bucks winning that Game Five. And which, you know, now the floor is yours. Either chose one from the Bronx. Did you get what you wanted out of game five? Yes, I did, brother. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. But you know what? I think I'm going to get more of what I want in game six. You know why? Because we know Chris Paul, and he has that dog in him, and he is a competitor like no other when he has a bad game. And the consensus is, Drew Holiday locked him down. So you know how he going to feel about that. And that's still at the end with that dunk to Giannis right in front of LeBron. Yo, that picture is everywhere, bro. But what a game. They all had to step up and make it happen. But now I'm going to say this. Now I'm going to say this. I think that if the Milwaukee Bucks big three and the Phoenix Suns big three all play at the same time, I think the Milwaukee Bucks big three is better than the Phoenix big three. I'm just going to keep it real. That, that's what I see. That's how I feel. If anybody want to debate me on that, that's cool. But that's exactly what I believe. I believe the Milwaukee Bucks big three are better than the Phoenix Suns big three. Because Devin Booker can drop 43, but he can't defend on nobody to stop them from scoring. Drew Holiday can do both. Giannis Antetokounmpo can do both. And Chris Middleton is the most underrated defender that I've seen since I've been watching him. The kid can play, the kid can play defense, man. But what a game. They stepped up. It's crazy. Uh, uh, man, I'm, I'm excited. Whoever wins, wins. But I'm excited. I just want everybody, I just got this last thing to say. If Giannis Antetokounmpo wins his first NBA title, at 26 years old, I think the mantle will be passed down from LeBron James and Kevin Durant to him next as the next biggest, greatest superstar in the NBA. He's already a two-time MVP. He's already a three-time all-defensive player. He's already a one-time defensive player of the year. 
and a five-time All-Star. That's called putting up numbers and doing your job. I think he's ready for the next step but if he wins this NBA championship. It's, it's, it's crazy because I also give him um, credit for this one thing that I brought out already in this episode. Um, but the fact that you win a championship for a team that hasn't won a championship in 50 years. So that's not you going to a super team. No disrespect to LeBron. No disrespect to Kevin Durant. But that's not you going to a super team and packing up on some motherfucking chips. You sat there and won for a team that has not won in 50 years. Okay? That's number one. And you were the man. You were the man. You carried the team on your back. All right? That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as is he the, the next best, is he the, the greatest right now, or, you know, you put him up there. I, you put him up there. You definitely put him in the names with uh, LeBron, Durant, and Leonard to me. Um. Where do you put him at? I I do not know. That's probably something we had to discuss once he do win the championship. But um, I wouldn't say he's the best. Put his name in that that list. Hell yeah, you got to, you got to, you got to put his name. Yeah, in. I was, we yeah, also got that's what I said. I was saying passing the torch down. Like when it's when when yeah. Durant retires and LeBron retires. He's still going to have at least seven to eight years left to play in the NBA. So I was saying he'll take the mantle from them, and it'll be a, a, a respectable pass down. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody says, oh, you know, Andre DeCumpo is the next superstar, we will all be in super agreement to that. Like, yo, he deserves it. He did his thing. Like that. Okay. You got LLP yeah, because remember, us, he's, man, only got 20, Fantastic Four. he's only 26, bro. Fantastic Four in the building. What's going on, What's LLP? Up? Go ahead and take him. you feel comfortable. But, um... Peace. Yeah. Peace, everybody. What's going on? What to do? Happy Monday. Hope everybody had a space and fun-filled weekend. LLP coming at you, and I'm coming out of the fucking gates because I just saw... This motherfucker, one of the motherfuckers that raided the goddamn Capitol, stormed the Capitol, only got eight months and two years probation. That's fucking bullshit. And I want the radio waves to fucking hear it. This motherfucker stood on the goddamn Senate floor, rotunda, with a fucking Trump flag on. Who knows what kind of goddamn encrypted ass fucking shit that he was privy to while wandering around for fucking eight hours. And you only get a motherfucking eight months. Meanwhile... Man, don't get me fucking started. Excuse my language. I don't mean to yell. That shit pissed me off just now. Fuck this goddamn country. I was just making sure we were still on the airwaves. I agree with you. I was, and I was just making sure he was finished and he was done. I mean, bro, I, I, I feel your passion, but at the same time, I'm worried for you. And the reason why I'm worried for you 
is because the definition of insanity is expecting a different result or something that motherfucker happened the same over and over and over again. You know what America is. You know what America do. Why are you still letting that shit bother you? That shit run like a motherfucker. But yeah, yo. Like, <laughs> chill, bro. Just chill, bro. Like, we all know America ain't America. shit. We've been knowing this shit for decades, man. Mm-hmm. I hear you. You saw that clip I sent with replies? He said America ain't shit. They do some fucked ain't up shit. shit. <laughs> ain't, ain't shit, bro. Eight goddamn months and two years probation. That's it. That's set the precedent. And the reason why I'm so... And I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? This country ain't never been land of the free, whatever, whatever, whatever the hell that they want us to think. Or their world. It's never been that. I get it. And I'm not going to chill, though. Because I'm tired of chilling. I'm tired of fucking chilling. And granted, I'm going to chill today for the rest of the day. But best believe, motherfucker is moving. Mind is working. Right. Here on out, my, my blood bad. pressure ain't raised. I ain't gonna do nothing crazy. Okay. But at the same time, I'm gonna move. The, I'm gonna move the needle. I'm gonna move the needle because that's bullshit, man. That's bullshit because he set the precedent no. for five thousand other motherfuckers to get the same goddamn thing, and some of them are, are even gonna be harsher. It's almost like they could have set the precedent like Ray, uh, Roe versus Wade. You know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. overturn that, it, it's a trickle-down effect. You know what I'm saying? It's a snowball effect. And there are other people, more serious folks that was in that damn building that day, that's only going to get the same damn sentence. And that's wrong. It ain't right, all right? It ain't right. It ain't right, all right? No, listen. <laughs> listen, don't misconstrue what I'm saying, though. Right? Because I'm saying, like, this is ha- this has been something that you should expect, so it shouldn't rile you up that way. But I'm not saying don't do anything or just sit there and take it. No, my brother. You do what you feel right and what you feel is right. All right? You go ahead and you do whatever the fuck you feel that you need to do and have to do for your soul. But what I'm telling you is, is stop letting that shit get you to the point where your blood is boiling and you sit there, come on the airways, and you're yelling to the top of your lungs. Don't let them motherfuckers get you that way, y'all. Motherfucking stress kills, and we don't need that shit. All right? That's all I'm saying. I, I agree 100%. I'm not going to say that that's going to be the end all of it, because y'all know me. I'll be yelling again. But for any other people, if I hurt your ears, I apologize. I try to no, so make good. sure that the microphone is away from my mouth when I'm yelling. No, so it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't my ears that I was worried about. It was you, bro. You know what I mean? So, so I'm good. Oh, I'm good. America loves me when I'm angry, and they're gonna love me when I'm fucking heated. <laughs> Already. Yo, Shay, now, did you realize real, what he just said? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the nicest way to say thank you, but fuck that. I'm... 
I'm still going. America I'm still going. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's cool. As long as my bro is alright, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm good with that. I'm just making sure that my bro is good, and he don't let this motherfucking bullshit, this motherfucking world, or really America, present to us. It's all bullshit. And I don't yeah, like I'm, that shit bothering me. Overall, I keep moving. Good. I keep pushing. I still do what the fuck I'm I want to do when I want to do it, how I want to do it. They can kiss my ass. So they stop me. But I know anyway. that's right. I went to go get breakfast <laughs> just this morning. Right after. Right after. I said, fuck this. I'm going to get some breakfast. So, um. I have this article I wanted to present to everybody. It's not a huge, major article. It's not something that I'm like, oh, man, yeah, the folks got to hear this. But what it was was I think last week I did the article, was it the safeties or was it the pass rushers? I believe it was the pass rushers. Um, and they was talking about the pass rushers, and they said the tight ends was next. And I said I was going to read it out on the airways, so I'm going to do that. And, and follow up on my word, because that's what I like to do. I like to keep my word on shit. So, before y'all, I'm talking about the tight ends, presenting the, or previewing the tight ends for the New York Football Giants. That's the only article I have, so it's not so very long. Pause. And then we can get to the festivities of talking about everything else that we need to talk about, especially in the final hour, talking about raising Canaan's power. Spoiler alert. So at the live section, you might want to tune off if you didn't watch it already. Because we're going to definitely talk about it. LOP, did you catch it? Of course. I never missed the first episode. I may trickle I Man, may trickle I, off I, the season go on because I want to double up. But I never yeah. missed the first episode. Yeah. I need I need Black Freezy. I need I hope that he watched it, man. That that's going closing and solidify for me. But shouts to Black Freezy, um, holding it down on his birthday weekend, man. I hope he was safe. I hope he had a great time. And I wish him many, 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 many more birthdays. All right. Now, this My question for you is though, this ain't giving nothing away. Yeah, go ahead. Because you ain't answer me. How many of them damn songs did you know? <laughs> How many did you know? Did you rap a lot? Did you rap a lot? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not telling you nothing. I'm not did you rap telling a lot? you nothing. You understand me? Uh, we going to have to wait until battle time stand where I'm coming and presenting to y'all. See, I just laid out the challenge. Now it's my time. To come through on my prediction, I'm going to upset and win in this versus because these motherfuckers are sleeping on me. Like, I'm not a better DJ than this motherfucker. Like, he's so high and mighty. Well, I'm about to show everybody that I'm better than him. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Reason. Go ahead and read the little article, kayfabe. I know you kayfabe and like WWE. You ain't know, trying to keep it all secret. All right. Um, go ahead. That's fine. Um, Still going to find out who's in that casket, Paul Barrow. That's all right. You ain't going to find out nothing. You ain't going to find out nothing. You're going to be in that casket. 
once it's all said and done. And I'm be like the Undertaker with cut through. <laughs> done. You understand know me? You're done. I got you. I got you, bro. I got you. All right. Now this article is by Giants Wire USA Today. It's titled. 2021 Giants training camp preview. Tight ends. Article by John Finley. Again, he wrote the last one. We wrote, um, we we read out a lot of his articles on his airways, especially on the pod being, while we was on pod being. So shout out to John Finley for coming out with some good articles as of late, and especially um, last week. The pass rushing article was great. I'm not really expecting too much out of this tight end article because we already know what's up with the tight ends, but let's go through it. John Finley, Giants Wire, USA Today. New York Giants heading to 2021 season with a revamped offense. One position in particular will be different, tight end. With both traditional and non-traditional players lining up at the position this training camp, Here's a quick rundown of who's who in the Giants' tight end roster. Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram led the Giants in targets, 109, and was second in receptions for 63 to Sterling Shepard's 69 in 2020. He was named to the Pro Bowl, but it seemed like more of a result of lack of tight end talent in the NFC mm-hmm. than Ingram's performance. He continues to be inconsistent, dropping passes in key situations, which brings on the reliability question. Already a tad small for the position, Ingram could find himself playing a different role this season, which also happens to be the final year of his rookie contract. Last year, Ingram scored just two touchdowns, one rushing and one receiving, and caught just 57 Point eight percent of his target. Somebody came away and said that shit should be eighty. It was OG Steve. OG Steve said that shit should be eighty percent. This motherfucker at fifty-seven. That's not good. All right, fifty-seven point eight percent of his targets, which is low for a tight end. Very fucked up. He will have to pick up his game dramatically to get a contract extension for the Giants, who continues to support him, but that won't last unless he meets them halfway. Next up is Kyle Rudolph. The Giants inked Kyle Rudolph to a two-year deal worth $14 million in March. The 31-year-old 10-year veteran out of Notre Dame won it out of Minnesota after being underutilized the past two seasons and is the type of tight end Jason Garrett is accustomed to having with Jason Witten all those years in Dallas. Rudolph is already off on the wrong foot, so to speak, having to undergo surgery this spring to correct a foot issue. But it's that was a great line on by target. The way. Yo, he he, he real shady. <laughs> but it's just <laughs> that that said to be on target to start his his season on time. Rudolph is health if healthy will give quarterback Daniel Jones some additional security in both pass protection and the receiving game as well as an additional reliable blocker for the running attack. Next up is Caden Smith. 
Caden Smith has played well in two seasons with the Giants. The former Stanford star has been reliable pass catcher, reeling in 85.7. See, that's, that's, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Good job, Caden Smith. Anyway, reeling in 85.7% of his targets and gained the confidence of Jones. The only issue with Smith is if the Giants have room for him in 2021. The Giants are retooling their offense with the presence of more quality wideouts and both Ingram and Rudolph ahead of him on the depth chart. He will have to fend off a slew of others for a roster spot. Next up is Levine Tolulu. Levine Tolulu is a valuable asset due to his length and blocking ability. The Giants could have simply released him this offseason but chose to restructure his contract instead, leading us to believe that they would prefer to have him on their roster, at least through training camp. He could be a bubble candidate come cut time. Next up is Calvin Benjamin. The massive wideout was once a first-round pick of Dave Gellman down in Carolina but had gradually played his way out of the NFL over time. Kelvin Benjamin back now trying to make a second career as a tight end. It is an experiment worth exploring, but there just may be not enough room to see it through. The others are the Giants will bring three other tight ends to training camp, Cole Hakatini, Ryzen John, and Nakia, Griffin Stewart, none who have much of chance to crack the 53-man roster out of camp. Camp bodies like a motherfucker. The Giants seem to like John, so to eat the children from the Bronx, for his length and has shown some marked improvement in drills. But with Ingram, Rudolph, Smith, and Tolulu, all with extensive NFL experience, he and others will be long shots. And that is the article by John Penley, Giants Wire, USA Today, on the tight ends. Pretty informative. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Good job, John. All right. What do y'all think? Anything y'all want to say about it? Um... I'll go first a little bit. Uh, I I didn't realize that Evan Ingram's um, catch percentages was so low. That's that's terrible. Um, I didn't know that Caden Smith's catch percentages were so high. Yeah. Huh? What was that? Yeah, man. Like, like, as a tight end, that shit should be about like seventy percent, like at least. But yet he's still going to be in Pro Bowl and shit. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I think he got that selection because of his hair. No other reason. <laughs> Motherfucker had the best hair in the league. They had to see that shit in Hawaii. <laughs> so man, we got to put that in Hawaii, man. Got to put that in Hawaii. Who paying you? Um, I mean, who is better than him, though? You know, on the NFC side, like, like 
like John said, like it was a lack of um explosive tight ends last year. But um look man. I didn't know it was that low. I didn't know Caden Smith uh percentage was that high. Um so shout outs to Caden Smith, man, being a reliable target. Um I already knew about Tolulu. I I expect him to have the number three tight end locked. Um, it's just number three blocking tight end. But I think that they do go with four. I think that they go with Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Tolulu, and um, Caden Smith. I think all four does make it. Benjamin is out. Um, I don't think he makes it as a tight end or a wide receiver, so. I think he's gone, but um, it's going to be interesting to watch him, see how he does in training camp, see what he does in um, preseason. Um, if he did make the team, man, he'll be a viable uh, red zone target, but I don't think we necessarily really need him. So that's that. Rising John, though, Rising John is a tall motherfucker. Uh, I think he's like six six, six seven, shit like that. Um, that that would be crazy to have that motherfucker as a tight end, but I think he's still learning the position. So I think we um we have him on the practice squad again. I think we had him on there last year. So I think he gets on there again and uh you know, continues to learn. But other than that, um I think we set on how the shit is with the tight ends. Any uh anybody else wanna go on? I was waiting to see if anybody else, um, <clears throat> after, after I go, if anybody want to add to it, that's fine, too. But I agree. Um, I think we keep four. Um, I like I want Caden Smith over. If, if it was a choice between, like, and it came down to the wire, the fourth spot, Tololu captures that third. Rudolph and Ingram first and second, and that and it came up to a coin a coin toss. I would go with Caden Smith as well. I like Caden Smith. Um, he reminds me of like a Kevin Boss, but just a little leaner, a little bit more shiftier. You know, um, big body enough for the quarterback to see him, but small enough to where though you can get lost. You know what I mean? And in, in between the linebackers and safeties. So, um, you know, I, I like Caden Smith a lot. The, I don't know who the Rising John guy is, but, um, <clears throat> you know, can I fine with me and all the rest of them? You know what I mean? We'll start an R&B group. Hey, everybody so, else is camp bodies, man. Like a motherfucker. Yeah, I mean. Like, we sitting here, like, debating if we going to even keep a fourth tight end. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's how deep pause we is at tight end. It's like it's already set in stone pretty damn much who they are. So, you know, the rest of you so, motherfuckers man. is just I don't, here. I don't agree with that. All right, hold yeah, on for one second, Jay. I'm going to jump in, and I'm going to go with your disagreeance. Now... The addition of Kyle Rudolph 
to me. You gentlemen can let me know how you feel. The addition of Kyle Rudolph is exponential for Daniel Jones. He not just only makes up for Evan Ingram's blocking abilities, but also his abilities in the red zone is certified and proven. And we're going to have a healthy Kyle Rudolph coming into the season with an offseason, with rest, with all of that to, uh, for the, as an addition. So if they stay healthy, that tight end room is set. With, of course, great LRP mentioning Caden Smith, who I think does a definitely good job. He does remind me of the bosses, Ballards, the Jake Ballards. Uh, he's that. He's that. He's exactly that. So now over to you, J-Rock. When you look at the skill set of all three of these tight ends, you don't think we set? No, I don't think it's going to go how y'all feel it's going to go. I mean, the top two, of course, Kyle Rudolph and Evan Ingram. But the third spot, I don't think Caden Smith wins it hands, hands down. I think, and I'm going out on a limb, if Kelvin Benjamin can prove that he can block during camp, I think he makes he makes the third spot. And first of all, I think they're only going to go with three. I don't think they're going to go with four. Wait, 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 wait. Tell Benjamin that he can block. He makes that third spot. First of all, first of all, pause. Pause for a second. Okay, this is where I'm – we're going to make a debate Wednesday out of motherfucking Monday right now because it has to be four, period, because Tolulu is the best blocker on the team. So he has to be there. He has to be. All right? Now, he's if you're saying it's blood. a battle he's, he's between Kate and Smith. what you saying. Who? Tolulu? He's, he's better a better than blocker Rudolph, than Kyle Rudolph. Said. He's a better blocker than Kyle Rudolph. A better blocker okay. than Kyle Rudolph. How many Pro Bowls has he Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> it don't matter. Like He's not a better receiver than Kyle Rudolph. But, yeah, I mean, he's a better I will, blocker. I will say it is the fifth. Rudolph can block. Yeah, I will say it is the fifth. Right, Evan Ingram just went to the Pro Bowl for good hair and haircut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I'm not, no, I agree. I'm not saying that I agree with one or the other. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> Pro yeah, Bowl, after out. that shit, I don't know where I feel about the Pro Bowl selection. Yeah, I don't put too much well, I'm saying if he's the no, best blocker, I'm, I'm sure everybody else would throw that too. And they do. Like, if, if you sure. ask all the coaches, I guarantee you, they'll say Tolulu is the best blocker. Now, right behind them is Kyle Rudolph, okay? Kyle Rudolph can block too. That's the that's the problem that we had last year was that all, the only damn block that we did have was Tolulu. Now, Caden uh, Smith, he's not bad at blocking, but mm-hmm. he's no Tolulu, he's no Kyle Rudolph. Now, if you're saying that it's going to come out to a battle between Caden Smith and Kelvin Benjamin for the number four tight end, and you saying that Kelvin Benjamin win that shit over him? I'm like, you out of your mind, bro. You're out of your mind. Because it is this a running team or a passing team? And this is where I believe Toy Lolo. 
probably <laughs> gets let go. This is here we go. You ready? Is this a running team or passing team? And then we can talk about the tight end. And listen, while we need a block, I'm not going to lie. Passes. Anybody could tell us what we are right now. I'm willing to listen to that. Exactly. I'm willing to listen to that. <laughs> but and the way they set things up, it looks like it's going to be a passing team. That's a fact. In that team, situation, right? I believe Torlolo loses out. That's why. His blocking is great, but in this system and in this scheme, this offense, he Gosh. wouldn't. He wouldn't really. He wouldn't be I think his job is solidified. I think his job is solidified because of his block. Okay, so where is he on the depth chart right now? Because that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Where is he on the depth chart? I'll pull that up. Don't worry about it. I'll go to that right now. Did they even got one for the camp right now? Did they put that up there? Yeah, they do. Hell yeah, they got they one. Did. They did? Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's probably solidified now. I believe it does come to a battle between Caden Smith and Kelvin Benjamin for the fourth tight end. But I just don't think that Kelvin Benjamin has a chance in hell of beating out Caden Smith. I don't think that's even a question. I don't even think it's a Kelvin Benjamin, Caden Smith thing. Caden Smith is proven. He can play, he proves that he can block, and he fits this offensive scheme by Jason Garrett all the way. But this is what J-Rock is saying, that that dude, Tolulu, they might not even have spots because they might they might just go with Calvin Benjamin at three. That's what that J-Rock talking about. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm. And I can see that. I'm going out on a limb and saying this shit. Cause I just don't see it. I can see it. I don't want that to happen, but I don't disagree with J Rock. I mean J Rock, and in, in that thought see process, it, bro. I can't, I can't see it happening. Because you always live in the past. Because we always past, do this. This every year we do it, bro. They always I, something's going to happen where we're going to lose. They're going to do something because we went through it exactly. a couple weeks ago. All of us. And we was like, who we keep this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? And they always mess up on something. All right, fellas, y'all ready? Go ahead. I can tell you right now. Evan Ingram, one. Kyle Rudolph, two. Caden Smith, three. Toy Lolo, four. He's four. You did four. Who is four? Toy Lolo. Kevin Benjamin ain't even in the picture. Nope, he ain't even in the, he ain't even on the tight end situation. And I will rock with those four. I don't even know why I even bought Kevin yeah, Benjamin in the first place. That was my point, LRP. Like, I believe we sat right there. And J. Ross said, not necessarily. That's where the whole debate came. He's not, bro. Then he said, yeah, I don't know. They basing that shit off of last year's. No, no, no. I'm going to give you issues, Rasta. You ready? I'm going to give you the wide receiving room. You ready? Look who they got starting at the wide receivers. Y'all ready for this? This is for right Ken, now, right? This the, is for Ken. The, yeah. This is for, this is for yeah. what it is. Check it out, Shay. This is no, taking Tony. the first team snaps right here. Darius it's, Clayton, not, it's not that. Kenny Stone, Galladay, go ahead, go ahead. And, mm-hmm. and John Ross. That's the, that's the three? Listen to me. 
in the slot. <laughs> John Ross is starting right now. First team wow. snaps right now. I'm looking right at it, okay? And I can wow. understand why they're doing it. Sterling Shepard does not need to take first team snaps. He knows his offense like the back of his hand. He has the chemistry with Daniel Jones. He has it already. So I get what they're doing. They're putting speed, height, and a more height on the field to get him used to throwing the ball to John Ross down the field. I get what they're doing. It's simply easy. My, it's easy. So the second team is Pettis, Shepard, and Tony. The third well, not team is Tony. So that's what you say. It's not set in stone. Huh? It's not set in stone. That's not no, that's no, not no, what's no. going to be game one. Listen. All right, this is for camp. No, listen, yeah, listen, listen to what I'm camp, saying. This right. is for camp. He's getting used to John Ross's speed up the field in certain situations and certain plays. When they go vertical, look at Galladay, Ross, and Slayton on the field. If you want to go vertical, you feel me? That you, what can you do against that? Galladay, Slayton, and Ross vertically up the field. So let's move on. The second team is Pettis, Shepard, and Tony. They got Shepard on the right, YZ. They got Pettis on the left, and Tony in the slot behind Ross. And by the way, Ross is in the slot shape, by the way, just to let you know. Sills and Boyd, left and right. Mac Come on, and Dylan, left and right. Hold on. Bachman and last. On the depth chart, at 10, is Kelvin Benjamin. Hmm. He's number 10, literally. My bad. What was the third one and shit? This motherfucker all with the fucking fight and shit. I'll go over it again. Slayton Galladay Roy. Now, just call over the third. Uh, all right, um, Seals and Boyd, that's three. Mac and Dylan, Austin Mac, Derek Dylan, that's four. And five, finally, is Bachman and Benjamin with their numbers in that order. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Benjamin is number ten right now. I think Benjamin is a. I, I mean, I think they wanted to bring him in as a, you know, who cares, high low risk, high reward. But I think he has a upward climb to make the squad. You guys want to hit an offensive line? Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker just wants to sit there and root for Calvin Benjamin, bro. Like, fuck out of here, bro. I'm about to make that man your son, bro. Hey, Rock, yo. I see you, bro. I see you over there. You sneak rooting, bro. You sneak rooting, bro. And I'm not, yo, I see this shit, bro. Stop. Go ahead, yo. That's your son now, bro. That's my son. That's my son. Y'all want to know, y'all want to know the um, camp first team? Defense? On the line, Go ahead, bro. we got Williams, Austin, Lawrence, 
Ryan Anderson at the uh, Sam linebackers at the right, Blake Martinez, and the will, Lorenzo Carter, and outside, Aziz Ojolari. So Ojolari's next to Carter, Carter's next to Blake, Blake's next to Ryan. And at the cornerback Ooh, positions, we got Bradbury, Adoree Jackson, Ryan Logan, and Jabril Peppers. That's me. With, with Darnay Holmes in the slot right now. That's nasty. Yo. Yo. Yo, no linebacker. Yo. With that. Yo. What's the defense the linebacker is sick, yo. Like, bro. My like, it's still names that you ain't even so. named, like, in the first I didn't team, even get bro. Like, Feedy, Crowder, O'Shane. I didn't get to none of them yet. Crazy fucking Reggie Ragland. Oh, no, I didn't get to none of them yet. God. That's but the first team defense. The first I team I didn't get the Sam Brown. Wrote none of that. That's um Dexter Lawrence, Sandy Felton. Yeah, that, right? Yeah, like nah, nah, nah not at all. It's Oh, this team is so stacked, though. It's so crazy. Now, let, let, let me, let, let's talk about that real quick. Since you brought that up. Real quick. Let's talk real about quick. the Austin Johnson, Danny Shelton shit, though, real quick. Let's talk about that. Like, I, just, I just wanted to get J-Rock's thoughts on that line up that he just said. Which one? The whole thing. With the Austin the whole Johnson? First thing, oh, the, the whole first team? Defense. Yeah, I didn't get the it, but he thought of that. J-Rock? What was the question? I just wanted what to you get about the whole first thing defense. So, oh, I mean, except for the linebackers, uh, I'm, I'm cool. Yo, hold on. Come Can on. I just say this? It's four linebackers on the, on the crew. So if you, except for them, you just annihilated four spots on defense. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Anderson, come on. How's he? How's, right. Defense is cool. <laughs> He had the Sam. They got him at the Sam linebacker. Whoa, 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 whoa. You hate you know, Ryan Anderson? You didn't hear it? Kid. That was clear. He said, he, he said yeah. <laughs> right, that was, that was clear. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I was, why did Washington keep Ryan Anderson? Well, I was you, never a Blake Martinez fan. Mm. Never. Mm-hmm. But you don't mm-hmm. like the, what he's doing. My question is, do you like what he's doing though with us? Oh yeah, that's I understand he's not a fan, but do you like what he's doing? Just like what he did last year. Yeah, what, is, what, is, what is he doing different that he didn't? Oh he did man, Rock, you for real? Come on, man. 
Yo, he anchored the defense, bro. It wasn't like he was doing something that we was like, come on, Blake. We never Man, said that. We all said, yeah, yeah, Blake Martinez. Yo, wow. I'm surprised. Yeah, that productivity made me think that you was okay with it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I violent, you know. That's why I know, yeah, you know I mean, like, no matter what, this motherfucker can go out there, get three sacks, motherfucking 12 tackles, and a, and a fourth fumble and shit, and j Rock still going to be like, oh, but what did he do when he was in Washington? He was a bum. I think what it is is that through so the why talent, let him go? they haven't turned in the wind. Why they let him We're go? We're still losing. And, and I, I, oh, I, I think it's just J-Rock don't, don't really hold. And correct me if I'm wrong. I want to speak for you. But as far as visual accolades, first off, it takes a lot. You know what I'm saying? Getting real. You know, motherfucker caught just out there. Motherfucker shucking and jabbing. This thing. You're not amused. I get it. It hasn't turned in or translated into wins. So, because we, I mean, that that plays a part in it. I mean, but <clears throat> I was just never a Blake Martinez fan. All I saw was we didn't see any quality quality play. I saw quantity. This dude can stack up tackles. He can tackle. He a tackle machine. But we went over it last year. And how many of his tackles were for losses compared to how many tackles he had overall? And you compare that to other middle linebackers, and he's like at the bottom of the. Come on. Well, let, we can, you know, you can. There's a there's a stat for that. I'll go find it if you want me to. I'll go find his we stat. Did, we did this. And we his did this last year when I, yeah, when I but, played but the ball. No, no, no. After last year, because he put in work, work time. Yeah. Last season, okay. We told. I was like, how many tackles did he have overall? This is what he had. Okay, how many tackles for loss? This is what he had. His percentage was so damn small. Like, how you get all those tackles for only a very small percentage of them for tackles for loss? So, what are you really doing? Okay, so let me ask you a the, question. After they get past the line of scrimmage. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Right? Come on, man. Let me ask you a question. Now, I won't go off what we saw. I'll just go off your feeling on stats. When a linebacker has over 100 tackles, in your mind, what do you feel he should have for tackles of loss for it to seem like he's productive to you? How many tackles for loss? The same. If he has 100 tackles, how many for loss should he have? And for you. For you. Over 10%. Over 10%. So he should have at least 10 tackles for loss because that's 10% or 12 that's over 10%. That's 11%, actually. So is that good enough? 10 and 15. 12, 10 and 15. Okay, between, okay, so between 10 and 15 with 100 tackles, right? Mm-hmm. For loss. Now, I, like I said, I won't go over the eye test because a lot of things he may have not had tackle for loss for, his plays impacted the game, knocking passes down, moving the quarterback off his launching spot, 
just getting to a running back with one or two yards on a third and three. Like, he did these things. That's so cool. I'm That's gonna cool. Go, how, how many of those okay. resulted in wins? J-Rock, he was nowhere near the reason why we lost. He was nowhere I'm near. not saying that, but how okay, many of those resulted, resulted in wins? In six, because that's what we won last year, six. So it resulted in six <laughs> wins. If that's what we're saying, right? Because the whole team, six wins. I don't, I don't think he affected. We'll go ahead. All right. All right, so I'll go into the stats, and I'll go look at that, and y'all could just debate about mm-hmm. how you feel about it. All right, there, man. All right. It's a lost cause with me, so we only big fan. Yeah, somebody yeah, else wants to say how they feel about him. I'm not here to change Jerry Rock's mind, but for one thing, if America ain't realized it yet, can't hmm? go to the lead leaders and, and, and see like where he stacked up with the type of loss. I thought that's what he was doing. I'm gonna do all of that right now, Shay. I thought he. Yeah, he working on that. But I think he affected the game a great deal. I mean, I like like, and I'm not saying that you, I'm not saying suggesting that you don't like him. We're talking about him personally, but as a player, I think he fits well with the attitude. I think Patrick Graham loves him. I think they fit. Um, and tackles for loss. That's not. What if that wasn't his role? I mean. We're also basing, you know, what we want versus what they laid out for them and what they want from him. <clears throat> if you're talking about screaming cool, that, that doesn't have to and be they're throwing role, away and they're if, throwing away if from If you're them, getting that many so freaking tackles, man. Hold on. I mean, hold on. All I'm saying is these tackles in the field of play could come from runners. I mean, 150-plus tackles insinuates and it suggests you have to the behavior alone tells you that he's running sideline to sideline now he can't control if they throwing their three yard hit kicker you know what I'm saying a little drag out there blah 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 and that's no tackle for loss but he only netted two yards on a on a pass play if he's there and that's what I saw a lot chasing down the pass you know what I'm saying so other people to get the running back or a, a sack, because that's what we're talking about for tackles for loss. But if you're covering receivers and you're covering running backs coming out from screens, so on and so forth, slants, we ran a gang of those, curls and whatnot, you may not always get a tackle for a loss, but you are making plays. 150-plus tackles so that he's running over the field. So based off of that, you got to be a fan of that. Hey, I moved this leg a little bit, America. He twitched. He twitched. He almost walked to us. Almost walked to us. It's like, come on. Come on. He's falling down. Throw about it and stick. Throw about it. Nah, I'm still saying. I'm still going to be on my purpose. Hopefully he got the numbers now. But look, hey, I will draft him in fantasy football. <laughs> that yeah, some yeah, points. Some both. <laughs> okay, 
bullshit. <laughs> this type of criticism, you know. Hey, you shut your motherfucking phone, man. Why are you going to get him off that? Leave him there for me. Leave him there for me. That's about the point, man. Fuck out of here with that. Don't I get him in combination. I, I, think just the to, I just and, want you to know and old school Anderson will be a beast. That's all I'm saying. I would love to see this combination and those two minds link up. Are you ready for this, J-Rock? Yes. He is ranked the 16th linebacker overall by PFF. Only Zach Cunningham and Levante David have racked up more defensive snaps over the past season than Blake Martinez. And he had a career best last season, 75.9. What that guy do with his premise? What that guy do with his point, though? <laughs> listen, listen. It ain't, that's his mind, right? That's J-Rock mind. It ain't going to matter. What we feel and what the numbers say, it ain't going to matter, bro. That's just his personal feeling. And everybody's yeah, opinion is going to be wrong. Right, that's it. You can't be wrong about your that's, opinion. That's what I said. Well, it's a lost cause of me. Yeah, it don't matter. Like, like, you know, it don't matter. The man feels like he But he has drafted his ass in fantasy, though, right? See what I mean? Right. Everybody want to be a man, but nobody want to be a man. That's crazy. You feel, you feel how that goes? You feel how that goes? Everybody want to be a man, but nobody want to be a man. never made a mistake. <laughs> Crazy, bro. They're ashamed of yourself. Hey, he's a fancy football player. <laughs> yeah, he goes down. He just, he just fell in fantasy. Yeah, that's my dog in fantasy. I forgot about 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 I forgot the whole thing. Y'all know the Abbott and Costello. That's what this shit is right now. <laughs> it's like, so who's the best? Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Martinez. And and just to answer your life. question, J-Rock, he had nine. He had nine tackles. Yeah, how, how, how many tackles do you have overall? Um, solo A and... A buck fifty. A buck fifty. Total, but he had 86 solo. So he beat you 10 percent. He assisted no. on other tackles. You want to count that? But, then, but they they do that as an overall t- tackle, right? Overall, no, they say total. No, they say total, solo, and assisted. That means me I'm and you tackle somebody. I'm doing a percentage off the total, not the not the solo. Oh, okay, okay. So if it's the total is one fifty one. Sixty-five assists, nine tackles for loss, three sacks, two more. So he should have he should have if he was average. If he was above average, he should have had fifteen tackles for loss. I would like to I mean, if we go if we go with the solo, he right there, ten percent. 
God damn, Flowers, 86 solo, man, that's insane. He ain't going to do it. And no matter what it say, no matter where his PFF rankings are, no matter how when you pull up this man's name, how they gloating over him, salivating over him, all his articles is positive, positive, positive. Like, it's well, nothing you can how do. How many interceptions did he get? Zero? Do you have any interceptions? I can look at that. Hold on. Let me look at the team rankings. Yeah, I think he had at least one. Right. I mean, the man had a well-productive season, bro. He was productive. Like, I don't get it. But that's like we said, your feelings is your feelings. Nah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, you know, during, if he even asked for that from what he got around him now in the offseason, hey, it's yeah. about to be a bad day for offenses. You understand? It's about to be a bad day. Look at, got look at the Williams line. back there getting 11 and a half, 12 sacks a year, right? That motherfucker need to be careful too, bro. Can't be eating motherfuckers all out of the water like that. Fuck is you. You ain't Aquaman, bro. The dude ate a whole heart. Or supposedly. The only hearts I'm eating is from the chicken joint. Shout out to Hearts Chicken. Spelled different, but the biscuits or buns, rolls. They got rolls. That shit's ain't none of that. Biscuits, buns, ass cheeks. No motherfuckers got rolls. Now it don't sound attractive, but still some good ass chicken. Yeah, <laughs> Right. So he had he had one interception last year as well. Yeah, I knew that. I don't. It's not like I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I don't like. I don't like his play. I don't. I don't it right. Then you don't like I'm his play, even though he has seen. He's looked at as the best linebacker we had in damn near ten years. I just want you to know that. Oh, of course. I know you don't that's care. What, that's what but, is. but I'm just telling you what it is. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the witness may be uh, LRP and Eater Chosen. LRP and Eater Chosen. How do y'all feel about Melvin Ingram signing to the Steelers? <sighs> Mike Tomlin type shit, again, bro. bro. Mike Tomlin type shit, bro. See how we Tell just jump true. right up? It, it's just them. They're just who yeah, they are. True. They don't play. Oh, they don't yo, play, Bart bro. Scott said that shit this morning. He said they're not going to miss a beat. And they didn't, and he went through it. He went through all the years of them having dope-ass defensive linebackers and really, oh, my God. And watch Mike Tomlin get the most out of him, even at his age. Watch. He just has that gift, bro. He has it. He has it. Can't stand the Steelers, but a lot of way they do business. Like, sweet. Yeah, that's what I said. That's still a like, man. Um, they lose Bud Dupree, go to Tennessee, man, which is definitely a fit. But um, he's a white to lose the Dupree and the gain of Ingram, like that. And, and it's not that's like they, he was not just though. sitting out there, bro. It wasn't like got, he wasn't yeah, just that's sitting that's out there killing. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect That's identity, That's though, man. They, they can, the Steelers can draft wide receivers, offensive linemen, and linebackers. They do that and very well. And running backs, man. 
they not a they never been on a shortage of running backs if you look at their last twelve years. Najee Harris might be a beast. Now. He might be ridiculous now. Before it was iffy where mm. he went. But going there with that man. And they picked up because uh, mm-hmm. their concern was linemen or something, but apparently they got one in the wings from what I heard this morning because it so happened that they were talking about that. But, man, that's a very Steeler-like move. I love it. South South Melvin Ingram, man. I wish you were on out right now, but that boat is packed. But that's a good landing spot. That team's going to be nice. Should be. Mm-hmm. But always, uh, Mike Thomas, man, and like Papa Popovich, he may lose you a couple, but I forget who he is. And always gonna be in the mix, bro. Always gonna be right. in the mix, even though San Antonio was not a team that was killing last year. They got enough pieces to get anything that they need to add to get them back where they need to be. Always in the mix, man. Yep. Great move. But shit, where would he go here? We just got finished talking about how how the mob is rolling. So it's all good. Did we face them this year? No, we faced them last yeah. year. It's over. Thank God. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, we ain't gotta deal with them every we play them every four years. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Three years from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be funny, Andrew Thomas. Know what I'm talking about? I need Daniel Jones to get his ball back from uh, old boy. Where he at now? Seattle. Jamal Adams. Yeah, he got his ball back from. And what I mean by that is really setting the world on fire. I can't wait to see that guy. Just like they can't wait to see Ben Roethlisberger because they move like he moves. He doesn't so much don't move. You know what I'm saying? Chef's going to turn into two-step. But can't wait to see Daniel Jones and what he do. I think this dude is prime now. And people yeah. are doubting him, but I think he's prime. OG, OG got that 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 package that I sent, and he changed a couple of his tunes when I sent them the package. So you don't look at the quarterback throwing. You look at a wide receiver highlight. That's what you look at. You look at the wide receiver highlight because that's who's going to throw the ball to him, obviously. And look what he did to get him the ball. OG changed a couple of them strings on that guitar. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 the boy, I, I, I know he – all right then. Come on the show and talk. Come on the show and talk about it like we talked about it off air. Do the right thing. It ain't right, all right? Do the right thing. Real. I love you know what I mean? We love our people that are right that come correct. They may not look like us, but this kid got wheels. And people Ooh. are doubting the fact that, you know, if he was, you know, doing the things that he do in a different body, I think the perception would be different. But this kid moves like he's more like a brother. 
But, it, but that, you know what it is, LLP? Like, I don't want to sound like that. I ain't saying that to my point of cross, but y'all know what mm-hmm. I mean. It's like, it's because know, we've been all the way real. It's because he's in New York City. Alex Tannehill would be the same shit. Cornbread and oxtails and motherfucking curd chicken. Good old macaroni and cheese, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The boys run like the guys coming. Get some soul. Sorry, I meant to say Ryan Tannehill. Alex Smith went through the same shit when he was in San Francisco. Yeah, dude. Have you ever, my bad, have you ever had some shrimp and grits? Oh, of course you have, J-Rock. Some shrimp and grits in a Carolina. Mm-hmm. What? What? Shrimp and catfish, bro. Try that shit. Say that again, J-Rock? No, that's it. That's shrimp and catfish. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hell that yeah. shit. That's what I missed, bro, living in a coastal area, getting all that fresh mm-hmm. food. I mean, not that I don't get it here. It's Dallas the right down the way, but I don't like their water. They all the way on it. Don't know where that chick came from. I don't know how far you go. I went. <laughs> from uh, in the Navy. I can see the horizon. I know what to look for. It's just go to the ocean with my little tube. That's the water. This ain't good for shrimping. People like to bag on uh, mudbugs or crawfish. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I ain't changing the subject when we get back to football. I just felt the need to say that. <laughs> oh, people. Oh, no. I don't know how people eat crawfish. Twisting the head off and all that shit. That shit is. Dude, I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. It's nasty, bro. To me, like no disrespect. You eat it, you eat it. Yo, J Rock, this shit is nasty. No. I remember no. the first time I had a bucket of crawfish. I'm like, ah, right, you know what? Let me see what's going on. My expectancy yeah. is because of shrimp, right? I guess that's my expectancy. They the or lobster, right? Or crab, right? That's the expectancy. Mm-hmm. No. No. Nope. <laughs> that is not it's fucking either. disgusting. Shit's disgusting. I don't care how nobody feel about it. Get mad. We can debate on crawfish in, in your on your day. Not to never. I'm good. Nah, I'm it's good. all facts. Terrible. Yeah. And shit is terrible. They be doing the crawfish balls and all that, which mm-hmm. be good. But I shrimp. So take that shit out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. All right.
eat a goddamn crab. You know, Maryland, better respect my goddamn state. Stop looking, making this look silly. Don't do no shit like that. Go to a goddamn pit beef, do a pit beef sandwich, and muffin crab, and learn something. Yeah. Grab a girl. They know how, what to do. Well, they ain't know how to eat the crab. Yeah, they know how to break the shit. They know how to eat it. And one dude kept eating the gills. <laughs> they was like, yo, you can't eat that. Oh, you spit it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, you know Come on, eat the, man. You, you don't eat the rubbery shit. Yeah, oh, yeah he put the shit in his mouth. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> it was already in there. He was like, don't and they had the yellow. Don't eat that. He spit it out real quick. Y'all ain't see this video? It was ridiculous. It was no, hilarious. <laughs> Crazy. But I was like, it's yo, crazy. Ray Lewis is turning over right now. I was like, where, where Ray Lewis at? Where Ed Reed? Motherfuckers know how to eat a crab. One dude trying to hit mm-hmm. all wrong with the mallet. About to get one of those shell pieces in your eye. He better relax. Look around you like that. Dude, I'm going to get you <laughs> You don't need no mallet if you really know how to eat a crab. You don't need no damn mallet. That's a fact. I ain't never used a mallet a day in my life. <laughs> Hell no. What I need all that splashing on me for with the fake little plastic neck beard they give you. A grown man, brother. Grab that, snap that, bring the shell off the top. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're smart enough, you'll have a little glass of water right there, a little glass of warm water. So you, when you dangle a little crab meat, ain't no pauses on crab meat. When you dangle a little crab meat, you know what I'm saying, to wipe all this grotesque shit off of it, and then dip it in butter and handle your business. Some of us over here. I ain't no crabs come with mustard. Stupid bastard. He Eating the shit. Eat green food. <laughs> Yo, he tried to eat the little green shit. And then the dude said, yeah. that poop? And then they showed another motherfucker getting ready to eat it. The enemy mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Uh-huh. It was fantastic. He was like, is that poop? And then the other dude was like, don't eat that. That's the poop. But he already had, ew, it's just disgusting. You know what I'm saying? I was like, right. Yo. Stupidity. How y'all live in there? And crab is super healthy. But he gonna eat the worst part of the crab. He didn't know it come with mustard. Oh, this man, what's that? That'll teach you. Fuck around and turn into a Spider-Man villain. Where's he eat that <laughs> shit? Fuck around and eat that. Nobody know the origin of that shit. You never eat that. Growing no. up, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said, if, you, if, you, if you know, if you need, keep a little... Glass of warm water right there. Dip it real quick. Get that all up off there. Put that that little butter on it, and you good. Mm. Get a piece of bread with it too, because you might not get it. All. <laughs> Mess around, yeah. eat something. Yeah. Everybody got a little bit of crab in them. <laughs> no, that no, shit with avocado. Stupid, man. People are just yelling. shit in the window. Not a switch blade, a, butterf- a butterfly knife, though. Cracked the, the legs and shit. I thought he was mm-hmm. going to be on that. Like, oh, I was like five, six years old. Why he was like, crack that shit real quick. Use the knife to dig out the meat. I was like, I'm not going to cold with the blade. Let me keep a sweet. Yo, I just want to tell y'all how motherfuckers don't have nothing to talk about on TV. LeBron James brought a bottle of tequila in the NBA Finals, and that shit got 2 million views. Just because 
They said, so he sat there and watched his friend Chris Paul, and he felt like it was B-Y-O-T, bring your own tequila. And the bottle was sitting under his seat at courtside, and that got two million views just because he had a bottle of tequila under his chair. Inclusion is a hell of a drug. Yo, you know how much money we would make off 2 million views on YouTube? Hmm. Substantial a body of tequila. I don't think I want 2 million views over something like that, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I love doing what I do, but, like, yo, these motherfuckers is relentless, man. Who gives a shit? I saw nobody. No. Not nobody. <laughs> Have you seen what motherfuckers got in movie theaters and all kinds of shit? Like, for what? Catch me in the movie theater. I ain't you paying the back. Wine, Popeye's chicken, all kinds. What? <laughs> I bring the alt with the me to the movie theater, bro. I freeze my wine, knowing the movie's going to start in an hour. It thaws out enough with a little ices in it. I goes to Popeye's. Give me three of them. Six. Let me get three of them. Let's go to Dunkin' Donuts. Six glaze. Six glaze. What? I'm in a movie theater with a whole situation. Yo, e, you don't want any popcorn? No. I got everything I need right here. I'm offering people. You want a piece of chicken? You want a donut? Right. One In the movie theater. Okay. I right. all the time. Rock don't don't go nowhere without this tequila. He probably yeah. got to do just standing just home next to tequila. You know what I'm saying? So you're with with Joey. <laughs> Joey got the tequila. He just walk on over and just hand him something. You ever flash that light on me? It's gonna be a serious name brand in your face. It would be like, where did he get? That the refrigerator. <laughs> Straight, yo, J Rock, I'm the worst. Wait till we go to the movies. I'm gonna be like, Yo Rock, you, um, I put the wine in the freezer. We good? It's going right in the book bag. Yo Rock, you want something to eat? What you mean eat? Because, yeah, you chicken or something like that? Oh yeah, let's get a couple of. Watch that go in the bag too. Yo Rock, how about Dunkin' Donuts real quick? Six glaze, six glaze. What? <laughs> Yo, especially a movie. Is that from? Movies like Lord of the Rings and all that, Three Hours, Avengers, it's, it's straight mm-hmm. the biggest bottle of wine with my little cup. Or I might put it in my giant cup, you know, the big, huge coffee mugs that they got that keep everything cool. I might pour that right mm-hmm. up in there. And chill, because they got a straw in it and all that. Right in the giant mug. And I know when to eat, too. One-third into the movie. I check my watch. Oh, this shit been on for 47 minutes. It's time to start eating. What? I don't play none of them games. Popcorn, $20. (laughs) And I brings that, too. You'll catch a dude right there with the big-ass bag of wives. You shine that light on me. I got the most expensive <laughs> goddamn popcorn. Big ass bag of wise. 
You shine that light on me. And my kids, too. I'm not playing. Hey, kids, daddy, we can get popcorn? Yes, we can. I go right in the bathroom, take them little two, them two big cups I put in my book bag, pour that big bag of wires right in the cups. Oh, daddy gave us some cups. Enjoy yourself. Man, that shit yeah, damn <clears throat> Biggest ripoff ever. You can make the what? goddamn popcorn for four dollars. And it's fucking butter. It's whack. It's like never maybe a dollar ninety seven, and the actual kernels is like two thirty three or some shit. I'm a fucking I'm dope. It's shit and prices right. And the four small bag of popcorn is seven fifty. Go in the AMC theater. The smallest bag of popcorn is seven fifty. I don't know what they do with their kernels though. Yeah. That should be good. I ain't going for. I be paying for all little box of fucking Skittles be fucking eight dollars, bro. Like what? That's what why. That's why a lot of sexual <laughs> harassment go on, bitch. I just took you to the movies, bought you Skittles and popcorn. And you ain't trying to get Word up, bro. You ain't me some booty, man. You know he went to the Skittles because they put it in that little-ass pack, and then they put it in mm-hmm. that box. You right. know what I'm saying? Count them, too. Right. And they That's count the them for you. They get 20 dollar, Skittles. They the dollar pack, so you get in the Dollar Tree, bro. Like, no, bro, you can't get me. You're getting you know, Halloween. You, you're making a whole $7 profit, bro. Like, get out of here, bro. Right. You got the big bag of Sour Patches selling them for $10 when you got them for $0.98. Cents. No. We're not doing this. Daddy, can you get some candy? Yes, we can. Right on the book bag. Starburst? Who wants Starburst? Who wants <laughs> What? <laughs> I do not play, B. I come with the whole concession stand to the movie. Shakes, you know I'm not lying. When we went and saw Avengers, what I had in my bag. Uh-huh. Uh, right there with a bottle well, of wine and watch Avengers. And the little uh, food from the night before, the leftovers from uh, Green Turtle. Wasn't playing. Oh, yeah, man. You've been keeping up with the Yankees, Shanks, since since the last time we spoke? Nah. No good team. Not a good team come out of New York this year. They're bugging. That's all I'm gonna say. It just it don't it don't look good, brother. It don't look good. Like when you watch us, you be like, "Come on, man! This is not what I'm used to." Ever since the sun took over, man, it's, 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 it's just a, yeah, it's both. It's both abysmal, LRP, under the radar. That's why you don't hear nothing about it. Ain't no excitement with New York, man. Astros is killing us. Yeah, we fourth, man. By the way, in case anybody needs to know, we are fourth. So, real quick, before we go off the live section, um, Power was yesterday. We about to get into it. Um, Shy was um, also yesterday. Uh, we had the money in the bank pay per view came out yesterday. It was pretty good too. Um, they announced the premiere of BMF. They will be having a BMF 
right on September 26th. So yeah. for so for 50 cent fans and, and like power fans, this is what they're doing. They got this raising cane and that shit gonna end up like September. Then they will bring out the BMS shit. And then also then they were bringing out season two of Power Book Two to reach so then after that goes off they're gonna bring out Power Book Four, Tommy's version. So yeah, that's what I'm they gonna they gonna have it all through. So we not gonna be without. So right now we got Raising Cane and then BMF will be coming out right at the Raising Cane. So that's that's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I can't wait for BMF. That's gonna be crazy. Somebody was about to say something. Nah, I was just ad living while you was going, bro. I was excited about all of that shit because I saw a little teaser for BMF. That's gonna be official. I watched Power last night. That's gonna be official. Mm-hmm. One thing that I that I love to watch it on that. Came on last night is Animal Kingdom. It's a show that I watched. Uh, it's one portion of it that needs to be blared from existence for me. But the overall show was a dope ass show. And Ocean's Eleven, wrapping the one, crazy. <laughs> but uh, I checked that out. That was dope. So yeah, I can't wait to get in, especially with Money in the Bank. I didn't watch it, but I heard some shit about it, so I'd love to get Shake's take on that. He usually check out the pay-per-views, but I'm a huge wrestling fan, so. And, um, also, there was something else. Oh, um, did y'all check out that space jam yet? No, I mean nobody wanted to watch no, it with me. I'm gonna I'm I'm take my I'm gonna take my kids to see it after I um return back from Houston. I'm gonna take my kids to see it. I already told them. I mean that shit on HBO Max, so you can blow that shit up on your screen. But yeah, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. No, I just wanna I just wanna take them. You know, I just wanna take them out. That's why. You know, for their experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want them to sit down and watch and, you know, give them all the stuff in my book bag. That's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good, man. That's pretty that's good, man. Good. I, I like the movie. I like the movie. My nephews like the movie. It's pretty good. So. Make sure you take some wet ones or, you know what I'm saying? Good Lord, take out a whole bunch of lights all joints. Put it in the little Ziploc. You know what I'm saying? Before you can... Easily folded away. Paper towels and shit. Get your lady carry one of those spray ass uh, sanitizer joints. Some joints for a month. Cause that's the only thing for me. Shit, this age, damn, you no greasy ass chicken. That give me a fuck. Real, real quick, I just want to say John Cena was bugging me. I just want to tell everybody. Justin was bugging last night. <laughs> Damn, I'm on yeah, it was just yeah. the third, bro. Yo, he was bugging last night, B. That introduction is in the ring. Bro. 
So, before we get into any power, let me speak on uh, money in the bank, since my boy's talking about it. It was a good pay-per-view. The, um, the women's money in the bank match was pretty good. Um, they battled it out. About like eight women in the contest. Uh, Nikki ended up winning it. Uh, you can tell like they're trying to build up her character Nikki, and Nikki Cross. Uh, give her some momentum, and it's all good. Like you she, she deserves it. She works hard. Huh? You mean Nikki Cross? Yeah, Nikki Cross. Now she's Nikki? Um, yeah, now she's like she Nikki right? Ash. Nikki Ash is her name now. It's almost a superhero. So she's doing okay. a superhero, you know what I mean, act or whatever, almost a superhero. So, you know, the crowd is rooting for us. You know, they 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 trying to build up. So it was good. Yeah. It was all right. She ended up winning it. Um, yeah, she do, yo. She do got a booty. Yo. She got okay. a booty like eight. Like, when you see her in some jeans, you'd be like, God damn, what the fuck? But, yeah. Um, yo, for real. Man, like, you'll be sleeping badly, but, yo, belly ass is great. Um, Was she in the contest? Nah, she hurt herself. Nah, she got, she got hurt, for yeah, real. She got hurt, yeah. 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 Alright, go ahead, my bad. I just... No, you good. Um, that was oh. our. Uh, then you had what match was it? That the Usos won the tag team titles in the free joint, so that's good. I'm a Usos bloodline. Yeah, man, bloodline fan. Yeah, gonna range in in the Usos. Now the Usos got the belt. So that's what's up. Um. Who else? Uh, championship. Women's championship. Who was it? It was... Oh, man, yeah. It was Charlotte and um, and the Shorty Rhea Ripley. Now, that was that was a match. Yo, like, like, that was crazy. Hey, yo, did you see how she put a... Yo, I didn't think she was allowed to do that, even though I know it's pay-per-view or whatever. She, when she put yeah, a little yeah. thing up. Yeah, I didn't think she was oh, allowed yeah. to do that. Yeah. She was, yeah, when she put her middle yeah. finger up when she was talking and all that. Yeah, yeah. The crowd was wilding oh, out. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they go crazy. They flipped them all a bird and shit. Yeah, yo, they be wilding, man. They don't be yeah, they, they know who it is now. Especially on AEW, mm-hmm. they going crazy. Yeah, they really don't give a fuck on AEW. Like, WWE more, more like, they hold back a little bit, but AEW really don't give a fuck. Like, they just, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But um, but, yeah. uh, Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair is dope too, though. She is dope. Yeah, yo, she, she got a beast, yo. And like, that match, man, that match was a beast, man. And you can tell, like, um, she got desperate. Like, you can tell the desperation. Like, you know what? I got to do something. She slammed the motherfucking leg in the in the steps. And put the figure eight on her head. It was a wrap on my head. It was just so, so right there. 
But um, that was a, that was the match of the night. They they stole the show. But uh, yo, with so Bobby shout Lashley, out to the ladies. dude, though, hold on, though. What Bobby Lashley did to fucking Kofi Kingston was terrible. It was horrible. I wanted them to throw the towel in for this dude. Like, bro, just, just, just call the match, bro. It's over, bro. Like, throw the damn towel. Like, yo, bro. I I ain't never seen a man get dismantled like that before. Like that made me realize, yo, yo, seeing him get dismantled like that, yo, made me realize how small I am. And I'm like, yo, you need, you know what? I need to think about when I'm really trying to go after these big dudes that they can do some shit like that to me. Cause I'm telling you, they, yo, this man tossed this man all over the fucking place, man. Like, he was, like, I, I'm like, yo, this ain't right, bro. Like, this man just throwing him on his neck, on his face, everything. I'm like, yo, can y'all just stop, bro? Like, can y'all just stop the match, bro? Then he had the nerve to put him in a fucking submission move, yo, the fucking hurt lot. Like, oh, my God. Like, just, just, just call it, yo, just call it. That was merciful. The Roman Reigns match was good. Roman Reigns and Edge went at it. And I mean, they went at it. And I knew it can go either way, but I knew it was like, ah, you got to have Roman Reigns win this one because he's just been dominant all year, been a champion all year long. Um, And I don't see nobody really stopping him. But Edge came really, really close. And then after that, you know, because Seth Rollins came through and, and helped him because Seth Rollins was jealous. But, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see that little war right there between Seth Rollins and Edge. That's going to be a great battle, great war. But um, Sean John Cena, which he, the chosen one from the Bronx, came out. John Cena comes out in fashion. And it, it, it's great because... They went back to the crowd. They just went to the crowd on Friday Night SmackDown. They're back, and, and, and they got the full crowd, which was so crazy. Like, they didn't even give, like, people, like, room. Like, I thought they would have, like, seats. Like, okay, one guy sits there, and then, like, one would be empty or something like yeah. that. Or something I'm like, like nah, like, that was, like, that shit was packed, bro. Like, it was packed. I'm like, nobody is scared of this COVID anymore, huh? Everybody's got the vaccine thing. They good. Okay. All right, so anyway, yeah, you know I mean, like, talk about it for real. I'm yo, watching it now, going wild, wild bro, looking at the nobody got no mask on. Wow, yo, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But um, yeah, they like they they not giving a fuck, man. They not giving a fuck. So um, I watched my movies from the you house. You know, uh, John Cena played to the crowd. He came through and. Told Roman Reigns you can't see him in, in John Cena fashion. And listen, I don't like John Cena at all. I can't stand him. I hate the whole cheesy shit. Like, that's why I don't like Drew McIntyre. Like, all that corny. Like, you can tell that these motherfuckers grew up wrestling fans, bro, because they, like, so corny and cheesy, bro. And it gets on my nerves the way they play to the crowd. Like, it's annoying. And John Cena is one of those wrestlers that does that. And it's annoying as fuck to me. Tell you what, like, to see the crowd back, 
And then to see John Cena back, it was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Wrestling is back. WWE is back. It was, it, was, it was a good thing. Like, that whole pay-per-view was great. It was a good shit. The money in the bank. All I didn't, that, I didn't um, catch it all because I wasn't able to. But, yo, thank you for putting me on. And, of course, I didn't pay for it. Y'all can holler at me when y'all want to get, you know, pay-per-view streams for free. I got the site. We'll talk about that off air. VPN. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get down. Oh, but, um, yo, the way head of the table was looking at him, bro. That That's why I was <laughs> laughing. He's standing yeah. there like, yo, is you finished or you done, bro? Like, when is this one end so we can do what we got to do? Because it's like, no. all right, so boom, right? I'm going to explain that. I'm going to explain that for you. I'm going to explain that for you real quick, and then we can uh, we can get LLP's take on it. But I'm going to explain that real quick to you, right? So, you know in wrestling, like, certain wrestlers hold that flag. They told that, you know what I mean? They they hold that shield. Uh, they the face yeah. of the company. Um, Hulk Hogan was the face. Um, Stone Cold became the face with The Rock in that era. Um, <clears throat> then John Cena was the face. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, The Rock left and went to Hollywood, and John Cena made fun of him when he came back to say, "Yeah, you know I mean, like I'm back for one more go around." And John Cena's like, "Where have you been, motherfucker?" Like, I've been here every day for fucking 15 years. After you left, I'm I'm the one that took the flag. So, now, John Cena did the same goddamn thing. He left. He went to Hollywood. And Roman Reigns was holding this shit fucked down. He's the face. So, now you come along. After the COVID era, and you, you know what I mean? No crowds and all that. Now you want to motherfucking bring your motherfucking ass back and fucking show your motherfucking ass. And you, when I've been holding it fucking down since you've been went to Hollywood and fucking went to Fast and the Furious. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, get the fuck out of here. I run this shit now. That's why he was looking at him like that. Like, get the fuck out of here. You going to take my thunder? Where the fuck have you been? That's what that was about. So yeah, just to explain that look that you're you're expressing. That's why he looked at him that way. But LRP, you want you want to give a take on the on the money in the bank thing? Uh, the men's money in the bank was crazy. Who the fuck won that shit? Oh yeah, uh, Big E. Big ridiculous ass yeah. move from two cats, man. That. Looked like the dude did a flip over him and into a power bomb right on the motherfucker. I was like, oh my God. Yo, wait, <laughs> Seth Rollins like did the Kevin Owens, man. Yo, Kevin, yo, he powerbombed him in, in the, to the fucking ladder, bro. I'm like, yo, you can't, you can't fake that, bro. Like, that dude's hurt. Like, that dude's hurt. Like, I don't know how you can fake that. I really don't, like. This man powerbombed him with the fucking ladders, like, in the middle between the fucking ring and the fucking the commentator table. Like, it was stacked there. And the man powerbombed him. Do that shit. Do it, bro. Yeah. No, bro. It ain't yeah. no way you faking that shit. 
Ain't no way you faking that shit, bro. That dude was hurt. God damn it. But uh, nah, they, they be getting fucked up, bro. After I watched that uh, documentaries about shit that they got to replace and all that, they be putting it on the line for real. But um, my only take was that um, Roman Reigns, I think he's uh, found his uh, his pocket as far as, you know, I haven't really seen him wrestle. I don't know if he changed his style up a little bit. I don't know that. I <laughs> I find all that that shit right there. I find always be corny, especially his. You know what I mean? It's not cool at all. I fucks with Shawn Michaels. He just stomped his damn foot. You know what I mean? I like Triple H. He would just fucking talk shit to you. But ooh, ah, every time you're about to do some shit, I cannot stand that shit right there. But um, <laughs> as I understand, he plays a great heel now. So yeah, pretty good on the and it's um that was it, it fits it fits uh and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I I, I know what you mean about the the yeah you know I mean the whole fucking like swagger shit. You know what I'm saying yeah, like the little signature and shit, like you know right before you do your fucking special. You know what I mean? Move or whatever. You got to have some shit. But they all had it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I, I get it. But, you know what I mean? It, it, think about the rock or whatever. You know what I'm saying? With that people's elbow. I hated that shit. That shit was cheesy and corny. I love that shit. Okay. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So, so some people love that, that, that shit. So, it's like... This man, come on with the whole... Shoot that dude, dude. Again, with the, what yeah, I mean, taking off the elbow and, yeah, you know I mean, throwing it and then right Word. Back. Come on, bro. But anyway, Yo, right. Shake. I wanted to shoot him during the setup cool. for the people's elbow. Yeah, it, it, come on, man. You and know what I mean? Him like, you ain't got to do all that. Like, and then, like, you know what I mean? Like, just for the elbow did this shit in the shoes, bro. All that. Shouts to Roman Reigns. Yes, yeah, I mean this fits his persona. Um, 
I, I didn't like them when they was trying to make him a fan favorite. And he wasn't getting received by the fans because they was throwing him down their throats. And the fans don't like that shit. They 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 know which ones you trying to throw down their throats, pause. And which ones that, you know what I mean, you like, oh, yeah, he's supposed to be the head and all that. All right, cool. But the ones that they are just forcing you, like, you got to root for this one. Like, look what he's done. He's doing all the good things. He's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they smell that shit a mile away. You know what I mean? So they start, they booing him because they knew that shit. And this fits him more. Like, he gets, he got the attitude. He's more privileged. He's supposed to be privileged. He's fucking, like, a third-generation superstar. His whole family is motherfucking wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's a wrestler in his fucking family. You know what I mean? The Rock is his cousin, okay? It's his cousin. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm trying to tell y'all that Roman Reigns was born for this shit. That's why they was trying to throw him down your throats. But since y'all want to sit there and react to him in that way, this is more better for him. He's supposed to be the bad guy. He's supposed to be the guy that just beats up on everybody and just say, mm-hmm, that's what I do. I rack them, I stack them. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. And he's raining all over the fucking WWE and been doing it for fucking years now. And this whole fucking year, like, he's in his prime. Ain't nobody stopping him. He's their best. Period. John Cena can come through all he want with his fucking bullshit. I can't, you can't see me on that bullshit. <laughs> He's going to get his ass beat too. <laughs> Yo, you know what I love about the fact that Shakes is going this hard at all people? That wrestling is fake. But it means, but your feelings are the same. I love the fact that he feels this way. I used to, yo, bro. I don't. I've I've never met somebody as intense with the feelings over wrestling like me. Me when I was younger, since I was a kid. Like to hear you talk about it is it, it does something different. I know you can understand where I'm coming from because you don't hear a lot of people our ages still talk about wrestling. A lot of people left it alone during the days of Undertaker, Kane, Hulk Hogan. A lot of people left it alone since then due to all the changes. But for you to still be this passionate about wrestling, bro, it really, really does like, make me feel good because that's how I feel about it since being a kid. And by the way, I know you don't like John Cena, but he will be opening up on Monday Night Raw, and I will be watching that just to let you know. Did you know that? Smackdown. I think he might be yeah, on Smackdown. No, yeah. He's throwing, yeah, he's throwing yeah. that uh, Roman Reigns, so... Like, yeah, they, they really, like, since SmackDown went to Fox, they trying to make SmackDown, like, the flagship show. Uh, Raw okay. has been, like, dominating the, the, the flagship show since, like, early 90s. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like, now they're trying to, I mean, it's on Fox. You know what I mean? Like, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like, that's a huge deal. Like, that's a mega deal that they made. So, um, a lot of their superstars are on SmackDown, so a lot of their stars are there. So like they, they're presenting the world to WWE because you know Fox is everywhere. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's national network. Like not everybody got USA. 
know what I mean? Like, not everybody has USA Network. But you damn sure got Fox Network, god damn it. You know what I mean? Cut the damn TV yeah. on, click the motherfucking shit, and go to Fox. You know what I mean? Like, are you, you, are you, are you, I, I gotta, I gotta I ask still, you. I still think Raw is the flagship. Of course, I'm at with it. I'm watching Raw right I'm talking about LRP. Yes, we go. Eagle as Raw. You know what I mean? Like, that because of the mega deal that they got with Fox. Because SmackDown started to become a forgotten thing. Like, people was not even paying attention to SmackDown anymore, especially being on Friday night. Like, who the fuck is sitting there on a Friday night trying to watch wrestling? Like, who the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a bad fucking night to have it on. Like, what the fuck are y'all thinking? But anyway, you know what I mean? Like, once they made that move to Fox, though, like, that brought more eyes to wrestling. Like, it's more, um, it's on Sports Center now and, and Bleach Report and... And all this, like, they all, like, reports on these shit now because of the mega deal with Fox. Okay. So okay. that's why so they, they put all that big guys on it. I know you can't stand John Cena, but are you going to watch his Monday Night Raw match? Because he's coming, he's back. Did you hear the announcement that he gave the crowd off air or no? No, man. Okay, so let me just I'm let it talk, But yeah, I will be watching him, of course. I will be watching okay. what happened on Raw tonight. Um, and what happens on SmackDown especially because, yeah, I mean, I want to see how Roman Reigns be like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, I done yeah. just beat fucking Edge out this motherfucker. Now y'all motherfucker is, is, is looking at John Cena. I'm about to whip this boy's ass. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, so his, his, um... His conversation was he addressed the crowd and he let everybody know once the show went off air, he told the crowd to stay because he wanted to announce to everybody that he's back. He's not, it wasn't just a one night thing, you know what I'm saying? For money in the bank, that he's literally back. And it's many nights to come. I already know he's back. I already know he's back. Like, he wouldn't show up just to motherfucking tell this nigga he can't, you can't see me. So I'm not to be back. You know what I mean? Like you hate you really like, hate that shit. Yeah, you, you said it. You hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, come on, like that's it, bro. Like that's it. You you come down and you motherfucking you, you play to the crowd, you get in the fucking brain, you do this fake ass, like I'm stepping up to the line and then you say, I can't see you can't see me and then you go back to the motherfucking rooting it to the crowd and shit like Let me go first, though. But um, yes, uh, I, I pretty told, I pretty much told y'all earlier. Um, once we get to the final hour, we will be um spoiling some things. We just spoiled uh the Money in the Bank pay per view. Um, so if you didn't catch it before then, 
sorry, but you, I mean, it's Monday Night Raw already now, so if you didn't catch it by now, you kind of, like, really late and fucked up. That's the thing about the fucking world today and shit. Like, everything is like, you ain't catch it then and there, well, you done, you fucking, you late and shit. Like, all right, well, I caught it two months later, motherfucker, fuck you. But anyway, yeah, I'm saying, like, disclaimer, all right. We about to motherfucker talk about this power. We about to talk about raising Cain in Power Book Three. And if you ain't seen it now, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. Go fucking put that shit on right now and watch that shit. Like you just wilding. So first, I told y'all before. And previewing everything when I was telling y'all about the power books and all that and how it's going to be. When I mentioned this one, I said it has a get rich or die trying feel. It just reminds me of get rich or die trying. Um, Everything with the preview, everything. And for the most part, that's what it pretty much is, even 50 Cent. And his last interview um, pretty much admitted it. His narration, the way he narrated. Yeah. Yep. So he's narrating, and a lot of this shit is based off his real life, like um, the opening scene where he's getting his ass beat by the other kids, and jukebox is being held back, and he just keeps coming back, but he keeps getting knocked the fuck down. Goes home, he's crying and shit. His mama asks him what's wrong. And he's like, I got beat up for my money. So she gives him, you know what I mean, put the sock, you know what I mean, old school shit. And which, you know what I mean, like a lot of us in that era knows exactly what that is all about and uh, exactly how our mothers or dads was. You know, you don't come back home. You know what I mean? Crying, you got your ass beat, you go back out there and you handle your business, or you're going to have to deal with them and shit. And that's exactly what 50 or Kanan's mom was or did to him. Told him to go back out there with the motherfucking socks and the batteries and go handle your business, boss. Or you have to deal with me. And there ain't no running from me. You can run from them. You can't run from me. He went over there and he handled his business. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's been as fuck these little kids up and shit. Alright? <laughs> and that's how you know you're not to be fucked with, with, with Kanan. Alright? Now that was motherfucking 85. I remember the fucking date because it was a year after I was born. So it was like, damn. I'm like, damn, that's just right on my era and shit. But, um, they fast forward to 91 or 92. Can't remember on that one. But I think it's 91. Or 92. Either way, it was a good year. I remember that year. But, um, actually, yeah, I think it was 92. I was seven. Yeah, but anyway, 92, fast forward, and he is in high school, I believe, now. So, mm-hmm. getting to high school and got this little shorty and said, you know, we all have that shit where you got this one shorty that just is the baddest in the school to you. Got to have but she was this motherfucking popular ass motherfucking nigga shining and shit. Motherfucking got all this shiny ass golds and all this shit on. 
but just like Kane said, fuck buck twenty. You understand me? Because we all know what buck twenty in our motherfucking school and our time. I can't stand mine's name was Lincoln. Well, fuck that dude too. But anyway, right? <laughs> that shit went real personal. You just brought up yeah, high man. school I, I, I couldn't stand that motherfucker, man. <laughs> I couldn't stand him, bro. He had my he shorty Angela. Shout out him. to Angela. I, I still love you, girl. But um, so <laughs> no, that's yeah. right. what up, Tara? <laughs> you feel me? So um. <laughs> We go back in time, and, and, and that's a good time for them and all that. And, um, man, like, the whole story of it is just great. Um, Mom's just a drug dealer and everything. The whole family is a drug dealer and family. But she wants the best for Canaan. He, can, he got this opportunity at a good school, but you can tell, like, he just want to be in the street life with his family and shit. So, uh... Other corn boys took the corner, shot up and motherfucking shot up at him, sent a message to him. She talks to him. They they settled out a deal on the corners. So Canaan doesn't know this. They see them on the corner, like, oh, it's on our corner and shit. Blasting on the kids. Blasting on the buck 20. Took them out. But what I didn't understand was why you motherfucking go up on the body and shit and motherfucking want to be looking all up at him. Like, I mean. That's, yeah, just that. looking at the dude. Dog. Yeah, he's he's there for a there. minute. Yeah, he's man. There for he's a minute. Get up out of there. But, um, like, yeah, I mean, he fucked up the whole shit. So he fucked up the deal. Yeah, I mean. And now they after him. They, they on his neck. They shot at him. They asked him, so they know what it, what it is, what it is. That's so, I mean, the fuck out of me right there, bro. Because I'm like, yo. Gotta be in it. Why the fuck is he sitting at the table with a back turned towards the window, first off? That shit pissed me off. And then she kept sending this motherfucker out to take out the trash. Like, he ain't just booked right. out a whole... Like, he ain't just start a right. fucking war. I was like, yo, I did not understand that shit. I was like... I mean, I was fully engulfed, but that shit pissed me off. I'm like, yo, why the fuck is he out there by himself taking out the fucking track? And then turn it back to the And I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, he going to get shot at. They know where he lives. And and that's, I'm I'm so happy y'all brought that up. Why the fuck are you still in the crib? Why are you still in the crib? Like, everybody don't know where you live at. Like, the cops ain't just come to your house and Omar Epps. And say, you know what's about to get real out here. Watch your back. Like, why are you even mm-hmm. in the crib? You talking about sending him to grandma's house when you ain't even moving away from where you, where everybody know you live at. And they ain't like nobody look like they scared of you, obviously. Don't nobody fear you. We get you a gangster. But ain't nobody scared of you. You ain't got nobody outside. Nothing. Just chilling. Like, the, brothers, the brothers come... <laughs> Fucking thirty minutes later, what happened? Right. Well, we're just talking about this motherfucker really just gunning down somebody in the middle of the damn street, and this motherfucker don't take out the trash. You not in this? <laughs> like, yo, the motherfucker, yeah. he just murked the motherfucker. He in it. Got a little bed too. He need a bigger bed, pause. 
Canaan is a grown ass man on that little tiny bed. Yo, come on, fam. What we doing now, else? <laughs> go in the room. He sat down at the goddamn. Yeah, the narration was uh, a lot of get rich of that trying. I didn't expect anything different other than that, pretty much. But just a little bit more detailed, I guess, than, you know, having subplots and sub stories. But uh, I do like the fact that there were certain Easter eggs in the joint that I, I could appreciate, like the moms running her, you know, doing the business out of a club. You know what I'm saying? And that's how she was able to get where she had her. She got different connections. She moving a little bit different than the other dude. I think that was Joey Badass. Shouts out to him. Did a fantastic job. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I did appreciate that. That's the, some of that power shit. You know what I mean? That one moving different, one handling business different. Um, the lack of education that they were giving Canaan in, the, in this first episode did irritate me, i.e. the shit that I already pointed out. But um, maybe that first narration is just the first episode because he was doing a lot of introducing. I don't know if that's going to continue because um, it's usually well, not the power style. When you say lack of education, you, you talking about in the game or, like, you talking yeah, about school? What are you talking about? In the game. You know what I'm saying? That shit was all they didn't want him to be in the game. His mom didn't want him to be in the game. He wanted him to go to I, school. Well, I know. But after he murked that dude, that shit just was a, a series of bad decisions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> completely, like, you know, being stubborn to the fact that you ain't just, you know what I mean? I'm, that part had me, like, I was still watching, but I was like, yo. That shit was kind of frustrating. I was like, yo, you just murked the motherfucker. Now you need to go instantly in the training and find out and learn how to move, you know? And that's Can just, I ask y'all a question? When, when what's his name, when Tariq Merck uh, did his first murk, Tasha mm-hmm. was like on it. You know what I'm saying? This is what's going to happen. This one, blah, blah, blah. We're going, you know what I mean? Know he you had know, to tell him And he was corny, yo. Tariq used to make us mad. Like, yo, really, fam? Like, but anyway, the question I was going to ask y'all was, how many, y'all, how many times did you laugh when the moms was talking to the Harlem drug dealer? How many <laughs> times did y'all laugh? Yo, I was dying. The way he was talking, I was dying. I said, yo, he overdoing his role, but he's having me. That's what face. I said. Yo, <laughs> I'm like, this dude, he acting too good. I bet you that dude a nerd like a motherfucker, too. Straight. This was like, what did he say about the, the father and the son? It's like, I don't hold no. He's like, we don't hold no something. Bond that deep. Some crazy shit. <laughs> Nah, I, I, yo, and then all the dudes is just posted up mm-hmm. in the park in 1991, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. With nobody around her. They all just For looking real. at him and her. <laughs> no, she gave him a cut in half envelope with money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo. It, it was. Yo. That <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, here's two lines for your loan. He said, "I supposed to, I supposed to make that little grip of cash, 
cut a grip. Just the cash. No, it was Yo, so his, his, his voice mean, I enjoyed, the I enjoyed the first episode. This should be good. I thought initially when they was wanting him to go to that school, I ain't going to front. I was mm-hmm. like, because I'm, I'm still waiting for Ghost and Tommy to come into the picture. You know what I'm saying? And that's supposed to be in part of Raising Canaan. So when initially I thought, you know, I'm moving too far ahead in the story. But when he was like, Yo, I want you to go to that school, I was like, oh, that's where you're going to go to meet uh, Ghost and Tommy. Was the school they were talking about Stuyvesant, was was that fictional or was that real? Nah, that's real. I took a test for that school. Either you took a test for that school, there's three schools that you would get into. You either go to Murray Bertram, Brooklyn Tech, or Stuyvesant. The test was for all three of them schools. I went to Murray Bertram. So Stuyvesant is right there downtown by the World Trade Center. It's literally down the block from World World Trade Center, but across the street from a community college called BMCC, which is Borough of Manhattan Community College. It's right on the West Side Highway. You got to walk over the bridge, to walk over the West Side Highway to get to it. It's still there. It's one of the most prominent high schools in New York City. Guaranteed scholarships to like all the deep, like big time schools, you know, because your grades is up, because you gifted. Taking a special test to get in one of them schools. You already, you know, you you one of them. So, yeah. yep, they had that right. I was laughing when I saw the bubble sheet because that's what we called it back in the day when you had the pencil in, you had the wooden branch yeah. with a number two pencil. It was called a bubble sheet. So I'm like, yo, yo look at the bubble sheet. You know some crazy <laughs> ass shit. I, um, my wife told me to play the lotto about a week ago, and I don't really play, but I had to fill in the numbers. But God, I had a hard ass time filling out those goddamn numbers. A little bubble. The yeah, the bubble sheet. <laughs> right. It's, mm. it's, it's different. I had the bubble sheet old. is different, bro. I had shit brought mad anxiety at this age. I was like, you mm-hmm. know how long it's been since the motherfucker had to do a bubble sheet, bro? Yo, think about it. All tests in the 90s was taken with bubble sheets. Every time you took a test, you had two sharpened, you had two sharpened number two pencils and a bubble mm-hmm. sheet. Mm-hmm. So you would have no excuse if uh, one of them were the like, yo, everything was done with a bubble sheet. Ooh. <laughs> I was back there for a while. I just felt like yeah. a test. She was like, when it didn't work, I got mad. I was like, mm-hmm. it didn't work. Like, when you put an X to that, and I did. I broke the wrong number, so I put an X to mm-hmm. That shit didn't work. <laughs> a lot of wouldn't take it. Like, you there wouldn't take it. Like I was you taking a test. Walking back. Already mocked the sheet up, L.R.P. <laughs> Yo. That's true shit. He Yo, said I, I tried to. Last week. He said I put a. He said I picked the J Rock listen. He said I picked the wrong number. And I put an X to it. I got to put myself on it. Because I'm losing <laughs> No, this yeah, I did. no, he didn't. no, he didn't, bro. Yo, I don't think anybody understands how serious that is. Like, yo, I would have thrown all beans too. Shit, get the fuck out of there. I knew he was going to do that, but I called the seeds. I called the seeds. I said to my lady, I said, "Watch you just filling all the seeds." <laughs> but it was the column, though. 
Because that's what you do when you don't know the answers to a test in the bubble sheet. You just put one answer all the way down. Everybody know that. I used to do it I man, all the way down. Shit. Uh-huh. I do a zigzag, then I do a couple. Exactly. Then I do like a little half zigzag. Yeah, <laughs> let me, let me tell you what made me proud. <laughs> when you do it all the way down, it's like, damn, he ain't even try. Yo, I'm going to call you house LRP J-Rock. That's the way to fail a test. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows. Nah, if you want to fail a test, fail just select all one down the column. You can still fail a glorious effort if you do the zigzag and not get the that's when you zigzag, That's when you don't give a fuck at all. When you put one <laughs> letter all the way down, 58 all columns, down. you know you don't give a fuck. The zigzag you still going to 10% of them right, though, because 10% of them going to be C or B. <laughs> so when everybody else is like a 91 and you get a 26, that's it right there. No but, yo, I, I appreciated some of the clothes, bro. I don't know if y'all was into any of the things that they was wearing, but I appreciated a lot of the clothes they had on, B. Oh, yeah. Like the North like face, the 40 Below. North face yo, son, the bubble. Yo, you saw the bubble. You saw the first North Face with the with the rip-off strap mm-hmm. so you could put your um, goggles and all that in the front, the yellow and black joint he had on. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay. Oh. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. In 91, though, they should have definitely had the motherfucking Eddie Bowers, bro. Eddie Bowers was, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. But that was, definitely was in New York, but I'm pretty sure it was mm-hmm. in New York, too, though, because Tim's yeah. and, uh, and the Eddie Bowers days <laughs> was a thing all up and down the East Coast. Oh, the, the Tommy Hill yeah. thing? You already yeah, know, I was, you know in, I, I was loving the fact that, that he had an army fatigue going with a champion. He had the pocket up near the breastplate. You yep. know what I'm saying? That's what made the coat so attractive. Cause it, had the, it was the only coat, especially in that climate, DMV, New York, Philly, it's the best because it had the pockets right at the breastplate. You could hold a little, well, you know, you could hold a baby 380 in there. You could hold, you could hold a bunch of shit. That coat held everything. Yeah. That, that, in, that in the North Face, the first North Face with the drawstring on the waist, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what got me Everything. Bauer. In DC, it was Eddie Bauer. Eddie cut a hole in the first. back. You, somebody can stab you in the North Face and you'll just get away. And now he cut the feathers out. <laughs> and he did, he cut the feathers out. I remember I walked from Forestville to Maryland. No, Forestville to Landover one night. Motherfucking. Eddie Bauer Bear. That's what we call it. Eddie Bauer Bear Coat. That shit in the blizzard. It was a blizzard in 96. Roseville, Orlando. Mad at my fucking brother. I was going to shoot that dude that night. Or he was going to shoot me. Get the fuck out of there. Fuck you would have hit the blue feathers. You would have been fine. Nah, I should have had the back <laughs> in the day with the Seagrams uh, gin and juice. I had that in one pocket. I had something else in the other pocket. You had the you had the handheld one, the like, hell hand seagrams with the rough with the rough edges on the glass. Because remember the seagrams yeah. Jimmy juice the glass was brudgy. Remember? Yeah, yeah, that's what I had. <laughs> straight up in the paper bag. You couldn't tell how much you had it because it was rich. Straight, straight wine though. Straight up. Street. Mad as hell. Couldn't tell me shit that night. Drunk as hell when I got there. 
was Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a Forrest Gump. Instead of running, though, I was walking. I ain't fucking doing that shit. It was a blizzard. Fuck, I look like. Right. So what y'all think Thank about the moms, though? Like, what do, what do y'all feel about her acting and all of that? Like, I'm just I'm just asking y'all to keep it real with me. You know what I mean? Like, we are, obviously, we watching the show. That's not what it's about. I'm asking you guys, how do you feel about the character development and her? Like, how do y'all feel about her? Is she selling y'all? Is she making y'all feel like, okay, yeah, does she got the, does she draw you in? Or it's just, okay, we can't wait till she's out of the picture to see more Canaan. No, no, I liked her. I mean, especially when she was yelling at him in the hospital and when she was mm-hmm. yelling at him in the house. I thought she commanded the screen well, but I like her. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? I think that she got room to grow, especially how she handled it. I mean, she microwaved the whole dog, bro. You know what I'm saying? She was like, I'm going to get that bitch. She did not like that lady. (laughs) You know what I mean? I hope to see a lot more. I I, I tell you, she's believable as a a semi-drug dealer type, but also she's believable as his mother. Right. That's what I'm saying. So she, uh, yeah, she, she, she can mix the two together. But now that you know he's in it now, I want right. to see how she teaches him how to be a gangster. Right. That's what I'm exactly. Saying. That's when yeah. I mean. are we going to believe the killer in her? Well, it's going to have to be, and that's that's what I hope. My expectations are high because Kana was a whole. Kana was ridiculous. I mean, she raised. Uh, hell on on society, bro. Who can't let's not forget who Kata was and got their power regular. You know right. what I mean? It, it took, never it took the uh, shit, the, the face of you know a young dude to finally get over on him. Even then, he, he was hip to the game shortly at, before, and still probably got away. Mm. All the shit they had to do to kill that dude. You know what I mean? The only, the I only thing that, that I think she wasn't believable in is when Kane went out to take the garbage and they started shooting at him and she came yeah. out and started shooting right. at him. Because, uh, that because shit, it right wasn't believable. Kept it looked rehearsed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that shit right started looking like that. Right right off. Off. <laughs> started right on with the shots. That's the best when they came out. That shit had no kickback or nothing. <laughs> Shooting Bend the knees <laughs> Feet Feet Ten inches apart <laughs> Crouch a little Both arms straight Hunch your shoulders And fire You know what I mean Straight yeah. Like Police Academy One type shit bro You see that bullet now It's gonna be chasing you forever I said okay <laughs> yeah. I know right Talk it's just certain things that, back. you know, I just... This shit really going to uh, come back around, Mom. Right. Like, like, Mama, it ain't never going to go nowhere. <laughs> and we going to stand right here and it's going to hit me in the back. That's like, some water boy shit. That's what I thought. I thought that was some water boy shit. I made this uh, joke to my wife. I was like, she paid that motherfucker like Bobby Boucher. Foosball, right. baby. Foosball. <laughs> I mean the last part The last part to me was unnecessary Because he already shot somebody And he hit three times in the chest What the hell he Shooting practice for 
I know, I mean, right? He was he like, was with no first time shooting the gun. gun. Right. On his like, first they forget they killed the motherfucker in the middle. That's the part that killed me. I was like, yo. My bad, I don't mean to raise my voice, but that's Nah, but we, yo, LRP for real. Like, now you teach them how to shoot a gun? <laughs> like, why don't you just show you the video from earlier? Right. Where was he practicing? Yo, the first thing I'd have looked at him and said, been practicing, huh? Really? <laughs> like, well, you already got you. And he's sitting up there acting like this is his first time. Is it going to... Back. We, we, we already right. see who Omar Epps is. We already see that. Yeah, yeah. You think Omar Epps is You know, they showed the previews. They showed the previews of uh, where he at with it. You know. Straight, you know, he on the payroll somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now we here. I know he. I, I, that's payroll. I know he on the payroll, but I want to know if he ever swung an app with his mom. Oh. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, do, I think deeper than what I see right off the surface. Ninety percent of the time, I'd be right. Ten percent, I'd be happy. I'm wrong. But I want to. I wonder if you know. What I mean, if it was ever a little swift, little quick, one two times or whatever, Omar Epps popped his moms and all that. But I tell you this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? I'm like, he, he, right? He's not smashing. Ain't no way he know what he's still on the streets like that. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, J Rock, talk back to me. And plus, let me just get this out there so I don't gotta say it no more for the rest of this whole show. Her body is doodle. Let's get that out there. Her <laughs> body is doodle. Doodle. When I say doodle, doodle. I ain't never seen an African American sister with the flatty like that. Her body is dope. <laughs> I didn't even say. When she had them high pants on from the nineties, I said, "Come on now, what are we doing out here? What's that?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing popping about her. Like you ain't got to worry about watching her at all and nothing. Nothing is turned on. You can sit right there with your lady and be like, yeah, that's what's up. Canaan Moms is bugging. Ain't nothing about you going to be like, damn, Canaan Moms is tight. Not at all. Let's do just a great job as acting. Let's see if she's believable as a gangster, and she's doing a great job so far. That's it. Nothing else to talk about with her. It is the nothing back there. I didn't even know what he saw in the old yeah. girl from school, though. For real, she had a mustache. I don't know if he saw that. She said, what? <laughs> yeah, she had a mustache. Cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Old school. I mean, it was fitting for, you know, girls back in that time, but, you know, they did a good job with it. But she had a mustache. Hey. The girl that you going after? Hey, that shit, man. Or the little thing, baby. <laughs> she had, she wasn't. I was like, yeah, terrible taste. But everybody got, you know, everybody got to get love. She, like she, she good. Yeah, she, she good. You right, Shakes. And the behold of the nigga behind the bar looking like a, a broke Jamal Moore. Behold him. 
that was at, that was at dinner with her, him. Really? Urban developer. I mean, back in that days, those were the type of ones you played basketball with. All the way. No or skateboarding with her. Like, yo, let's just let's yeah. do the skateboarding together. <laughs> yeah, straight up the shame to that. She like you, just like, oh, shit. I didn't want to write her. Right. right. And you ain't got to worry about right, developing so. into something that you missed out on. All right, so um, we got less than 10 minutes, man. We can go on with the closing statements, man, which I got to say before we get up out of here. Man, y'all have a good one. Jay, what is this? No, go ahead. That's all I had. Yeah, that was was it. Justice system, do better. Peace and love. Y'all have a good night. Great show, Shake. A lot of laughs, man. I got a good. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff, bro. Um, Yes, sir. Go Giants, man. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Um, Training camp starting up soon for the Hall of Fame game, so we are getting close. We are getting close. And um, next month we got preseason. Can't wait to see these Giants. And um, yeah, man, get to see the boy E this week. Can't wait to see that brother. And um, yes, sir. Y'all enjoy the week, man, and uh, we'll be here. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll pee all the way in Houston. All right. J-Rob, what you got for the people then? Yeah, man. Shit, football's right around the corner, man. Some teams, I think some teams are going back this week. <clears throat> rest of the going back next week. Man. Yeah, when does the camp start? 20 what? I think some some teams twenty twenty seven, twenty seven, twenty eight. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of teams go back this week. I think <clears throat> Dallas teams go back. Um, this week. Dallas is in the Hall of Fame game, I think they said. I think Dallas and Chargers. Yeah. My memory says, but I'm I'm not hundred percent sure, but that's what I believe. They do start this week. Um, I think the Giants start. 27? No. Like the beginning the 27th of the 26th. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, the, it's that it's Monday right the 25th. And Monday, the, no, I'm sorry, it's that, it's that Monday the 26th. Because Sunday the 25th, so Monday the 26th. Yeah. Right around the corner. Hold on. Go ahead, Trevor. My bad. I don't know. Um, yeah, everybody appreciate you coming on and listening to us. It's extra. Um, again, football is coming around the corner, so it's fancy football. If y'all want to go ahead and get in on it, get it. Email me or DM me on Twitter. Email me at bbnuncensored at aol.com. That's all I got, man. All right, um, so real quick, they say on July 20th, which is tomorrow, beginning on that date, the first training camp opens for rookies. Through the last business days, 
prior to the Super Bowl, February. All tryouts and visits will be reported to clubs on a personal notice. But on the 27th, the NFL will begin training camp in unison for the first time in league history. So, 27th. Okay, there it is, 27th. Great show, Shakes, man. Um, fellas, it was a pleasure talking to you guys today. LRP, just a couple of days away, brother, before the embrace. Can't wait for it. It's going to be a wonderful thing. Doing a special show on Friday in Houston. We will have no problems. Hopefully right next to the brother. He'll be right next to me. Or I got to move a little bit away because of the interference due to the sounds, the audio. But I'll be in the same room in the building with the brother, having a couple of sips, doing what we do. Plenty of pictures, plenty of talking, things that we can't discuss on airwaves. But it will be a great, great situation. Bless show. Y'all know what time it is. The chosen one from the Bronx. We out. Alrighty. Alright, so that 27th date is exactly next Tuesday. So a week from tomorrow, training camp begins. So we have a week, ladies and gentlemen. And training camp begins. We got We'll be able to talk about that. And football will be basically here from there. Because um, then after that, you got uh, the, the Hall of Fame game will be coming up, and then all the preseason games will be coming up. And then we'll be right there for the season. So we're here, folks. We got a week, a week away. A week out of this dreadful period that we have in the off season, But we always make it fun, and we did that this year. It didn't even feel like a drought. So shout-outs to my peoples, my boys, Black Freezy. Shout-outs to you. And your birthday weekend, probably still celebrating. Shout-outs to you. Shout-outs to J-Rock. He's chose one from the Bronx, LRP. Shout-outs to Easy. Um, Nacho. Uh, Dan the Man. Dan C. All of y'all, OG Steve from D.C., man. Y'all already know, man. We love all of y'all, man. Shout-out to all y'all that listening on this episode. We'll be back tomorrow, I hope. I don't know. Tuesdays be up in the air. So if we're not back tomorrow, we'll definitely be back for Debate Wednesday. So y'all join us and tune in. 6 p.m. Eastern. Might be 7 p.m. Eastern, according to Black Freezy. Tune in and join us in there. And that's about it. Right on time, too. So, I'm going to go off and sign out. Like all, well, like we always say around this time. We don't expect y'all to agree with us, but we damn sure expect y'all to understand. Understand? We don't get shook up because we get keep shit live. Just to shake down up in New York Giants on that job for five. And we out of there. Take us away, L.O.P. from Houston. Houston. Yo, yo, y'all just been shook up by the shakedown, and we out of here. One. Good night. Y'all be safe. I supposed to go to J-Rock. I didn't know J-Rock was ready, though. I ain't want to go to him. He wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I, I just heard LRP voice. So I know he'll be right there. But yeah.
Definitely changed the face. Good night, Sam. Big bones, different.